0: 748. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promise subject to qualification while supplies last.
1: Find out the morning after. Let's
2: do this thing. All right, let's do this thing. The morning after has begun. I'm Gabriel Merci at Midtown Manhattan Studio 34. Errol Epstein alongside Joe Rannieri in Miami, Florida, where the football world is set to converge. Hmm. Super Bowl 54 is set The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. So in other words, uh, Joe. There's probably going to be about twenty-five, thirty thousand uh, 30,000 people from Missouri <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, Kansas City. They'll travel more uh, for this. Like, San Francisco is an elite uh, program, and there's hardcore fans, and there'll be a bunch of rich 49er fans that'll make their way to Miami and stuff. But there's less incentive if you're a 49er fan. You're in California. You're in paradise already. If you're in Kansas City, you're in the middle of a mm-hmm. blizzard, It's brutal, and your favorite team's playing in the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. In Miami, Florida, it kind of writes itself uh, as a wagering man. It'll be all kinds of props. I'm willing to bet that more tickets are sold on StubHub to people from Kansas City, Joe, than uh, from people uh, from San Francisco. uh, But you're going to be in the eye of the storm,
3: the middle of the party, Joe and Ari. Yeah, you know what it is? The the uh, the bougie-ass 49er fans will own the club level. They'll be in the middle, like in, in the enclosed yes. suite boxes. Right. They'll be in the – yeah, they'll be there while the Kansas City fans will be in Section 400 cheering them That's on. That's a good That's, point. And then – then you'll have a bunch of other people who didn't watch a football game the entire year could care less, but they're at the Super Bowl to see Shakira. Forty Nine er fans will be True. staying. Miami's going to
2: love the halftime show. We'll be staying at the Four Seasons, and Chiefs uh, yeah. fans will be staying at Motel Six. Exactly, like correct. in the strip mall uh, motels <laughs> along the. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, I'm curious to see. Actually, I'll load up and see how much the tickets are going to be going for. But it's a great football matchup. Um, from you know, as we stated, from from a marketing standpoint, it's a very marketable uh, Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, one of the more popular players, International Football League. San Francisco is a very popular franchise as well. Like, uh, don't fool yourself. Like this team uh, has um, has a lot of fans, and uh, they're both great football teams. Sportsbooks expecting a record handle. All right, we'll jump in and crunch the numbers.
1: Some teasers, six-pointers, a tie is a push, as long as you win the other half, obviously. Whereas some, it's, it's a loss. If a teaser was a push, you're not going to get my business. Yeah. I mean, a loss, a teaser is like, are you kidding me? It's like I went to this casino. Like, it was a charity casino. They both had 20. They, uh, I had 20. The guy, whatever, had ni- yeah, 19 or anything. like, push because it's one off. I'm like, hey, you got to be kidding me. Like, it's hard enough to win the game playing the regular way, so right, right. I'm going to give you money? No, we're out the door. Catch the program every single day on Tsy Radio and on the Sports Grid Network.
4: Packages start at $39.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. You can now get Vivint's award-winning smart home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the top home security system of 2019, calling the Vivint system the best for a complete package of home security and automation the best pro installed home security system and the best home security system with cameras and right now you can get vivant's best home security and smart technology for about a dollar a day plus get free professional installation protect your home and loved ones for as little as a dollar a day call right now for your home security consultation call 800-282-5112 800-282-5112 that's 800-282-5112
5: Save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now.
4: 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. That's
3: 800-814-5188. 8 the morning line this could very well be the biggest and most money that we ever see bet on a super bowl game and that's saying something because we've had some uh we certainly have seen some of these uh some of these bets before and the reason being is that there is an awful lot of excitement surrounding the prop market weekdays 6 to 7 a.m eastern on
1: fntsy radio and on the sports grid network
2: All right, let's roll. Get on the grid, uh, sports grid. Countdown to Super Bowl 54 is on. And uh, what is it about the um, about the Detroit Tigers being uh, more successful at picking quarterbacks than the Detroit Lions?
6: With the Detroit Tigers having selected Patrick Mahomes in the MLB draft, the Detroit Tigers have now drafted more Super Bowl-bound quarterbacks than the Detroit Lions have.
2: Wow. That's <laughs> fire. Damn, that's a bad look. <laughs>
6: that's Damn. hilarious.
2: That's 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 a bad look for the. Uh...
6: <laughs> and I knew you'd love it because you love the Detroit Lions. Well, really, Matt Patricia.
2: Oh, I actually do like the Detroit Lions.
6: Pa- Matt Patricia.
2: As a Buffalo <laughs> Bill fan, like they literally are our cousins. No, like we're relatives. It's not. It's not. It's. I'm not even stretching here. Like everyone knows it. Like lion fans pull for the Bills, and mm-hmm. Bills fa- fans uh, pull for the, uh, the Lions. The Browns are like the relatives that no one likes. Right. Speaking of which, uh, too. Uh, speaking of, uh, no one likes Baker Mayfield. Uh, was at the UFC the other night.
7: Yeah.
2: And um, he was there, sitting alongside Miles Garrett. A great look. Except, uh, yeah, I, I really should have got a picture up uh, ready for this. I just, just sort of uh, came to me right now. Uh, let's see. Well, we can. I'll find the shot here. We'll get the shot quickly.
6: Yeah, uh, I thought it was really underrated. I talked about this yesterday on well, Pro He's wearing an today. urban
2: sombrero. Oh. And I'm not really sure why. Like, Baker Mayfield's wardrobe choices are, like, as bizarre as his, um, the choices that he makes on the football field. Like, his in-game decisions are sort of like, you know, he's wearing an urban uh, Urban sombrero. Uh, here he is. Actually, here, Joe, I'm going to send you over the uh, – I'll send you the link, Joe. We'll this up.
3: Is this, is this one? Is this it?
2: So is what's, that him? What's great? Oh, yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah. there is. Is that him? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the, the great thing is the UFC went through, like, celebrity row. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, Conor Egger brings out all the stars. Tom Brady is here. And Tom Brady, the crowd goes crazy. Like, now there's big rumors Tom Brady's going to the Raiders. So the crowd goes Thank crazy. Yeah. Um <laughs> They, they go, Christian McCaffrey is there. Hey, Christian McCaffrey. They're like, Miles Garrett is here. Everyone, ha, 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 thinking about <laughs> Miles Garrett hitting him. No reference to Baker Mayfield. Like, he yeah. didn't get it. Like, no no mention. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: And well, Who the, the hell recognized him?
2: <laughs> and, well, he looks different every time. Yeah, Like, does. Baker Mayfield really does have, like, a 99 looks. Like seriously, Eric. Like you're a woman, what do you what do you how do you judge his look here? Like what 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 do you think of uh, Baker's uh, look? He's, trying
6: to be tre- he's being trendy.
2: Is that trendy? Is that trendy? Like, <laughs> yeah, Joe. I don't know. Joe's in Miami. He like, eats I don't, his Well like, in like, the
6: Miami there's no clothes. There's yeah, no clothes yeah, no. in Miami. <laughs> that, that's not trendy here.
2: Like I'm sorry I asked you. That's not trendy. So he's trying to be trendy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not trendy. <laughs> Wow.
3: Well, if you're if like you're, the guy uh, in the brown Indiana leather jacket Jones.
2: behind him is trendier, like <laughs> I that's, mean, Miles not Garrett
6: looks trendier, but
2: Miles Garrett just doesn't give an f. <laughs> nope. Like no. he just doesn't. Like no.
6: Joe and I were talking about this like, yesterday. Miles Garrett
2: looks like you know what? I'll hit you right now. It so looks that's what he's yeah. looking at the camera. He's give thinking like yeah, he's got that look like yeah, I'm smiling, yeah. but I really want to murder you. Yep.
7: Don't bother me.
6: We spoke about it yesterday. These people, these athletes, just have no self awareness. Like should Miles Garrett have been there, or should he just be mm-hmm. underneath, like under the radar for now?
2: <laughs> no, well, listen, he didn't kill anybody, but I hear what you're saying.
6: And like Baker it, Mayfield, no. there with him. It's just
2: funny that Miles Garrett, the first place he's seen, <laughs> is, it is it where people fight? are punching <laughs> people in the face. Yeah, you know what I mean? Shocker. Not like like Miles Garrett just like, slides into a Cavalier game. It's like, well, he's got a right to go to a basketball game show, right? But mm-hmm. the fact sure. that he's cage side and. Of course, everyone's gonna bring it up the second they see him there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you imagine him in a cage, huh? And oh, well, you, know, you never in never know helmet. down the road. And look, Greg Hardy's in the UFC now. Uh, Greg Hardy's been pretty successful, even though every fight he gets in, something very strange happens. Of course, um, he took like an asthma thing in between, like he he inhaled oxygen in between rounds, which you can't do. And he said, "Oh, I got permission," but he really didn't. Another time he was beating the crap out of somebody, but he need the guy in the face when he was down. Uh, but uh, but nevertheless. So, yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of shade being uh, thrown around. But, yeah, you know, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett lost his temper, to be honest, if you look back and Rennery called it at the time, I'll give you credit, uh, Joe, for it. Mason Rudolph had a lot to do with that. Mm. Like basically, like we don't know what Mason Rudolph said. And I don't believe it was anything racial. And that was another dumb thing, because no one on the field heard it. Everyone was like, nah, there was there was nothing like that. But they did say Mason Rudolph was mouthy about come get me and stuff like that. And Mason Rudolph did grab his face mask, right? Mm-hmm. So, Mason Rudolph definitely instigated. Yeah, he's grabbing a face mask, pulling him. There was even a couple of other guys that basically, you know, on the Browns even that were basically... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Steelers that were like, you, you know, it's your fault. Like, there were guys on the Steelers. Like, look, Mason Rudolph was not in the good graces of the Steelers after that. Like, no. Remember, he got a concussion aerial and Joe. But remember, Joe? Like, he didn't play after yep. unless they had to. Yep. Like, you're the Steelers. They don't like that stuff. And, you know, like I said, I think Mason Rudolph probably is an arrogant, cocky kid. And, oh, I'm taking over for Ben. Probably had a ton of attitude then causes his chaos, gets their uh, center suspended, right? Mm-hmm. Like, defending you. It, you know, Tomlin wasn't happy with that either. Mm-hmm. In fact, it seemed like Tomlin, Joe, was more upset than Freddie Kitchens was. Kitchens were oh, a damn Freddie decent Kitchens after.
6: Wasn't, yeah, Freddie Kitchens
2: yep.
3: didn't care.
6: He was like, oh, good yeah. for you.
3: Yeah. He, he wore the T-shirt, didn't he? <laughs> didn't yeah.
6: They started so, it.
3: Well, it's yeah, time right. to wear a Pittsburgh lot of
6: T-shirts.
2: started now. it. Oh, yeah, for the like, record, another thing that I was correct about. That the Giants would hire Jason Garrett and they would do it Mm -hmm. at a weird time? Yep, they did. Yep. (laughs) Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, just time and time again, I tell you these things are going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen that freaking day. I said, they're going to hire Jason Garrett and they'll do it on like a Friday night in the middle of the night and they'll release it. Now, it wasn't the middle of the night because they can't do that. But pretty much.
6: Well, they saw the Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox got caught up in the Major League Baseball scandal. Then the playoffs were approaching, and they said, let's do it now.
2: Friday night is the best time to do it. Yeah. Because you do it Friday night, there's no talk shows. The, the, the newspapers, you know, the weekend paper's not a big deal. It only gets around Sunday. People are out. People are busy. You don't have that initial outrage and shock. If you release something like now, like, you know, I'll give you, like, PR 101 right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you want to release bad news to, like, people, don't freaking do it Monday morning at 9 o'clock. Like, people hate Mondays. People hate the mornings. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's yep. like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're screwed. Huh? Oh, yeah, we got to go now. See ya.
6: <laughs> like, Think of the oh, Joe Judge the way,
2: news. Like, anytime you drop a bomb, like, you know. During our show. Yeah, early in the morning. Yeah. In the afternoon, like even like in in the political world, breaking news and Wolf Blitzer Mm -hmm. goes crazy in the afternoon and it gets that full cycle and then it spins and it just turns into a three or four day cycle. They parachuted Jason Garrett in here. Like people are like (laughs) there's there was never really outrage. People are like, What? Oh yeah, I kinda expected it, yeah. And they're like, What yeah? Like people don't know. They do it on a Friday night. You do it on a Friday night, it it sort of trickles down. So now, by the time it's Monday, eh, we've got the Super Bowl. Are we really going to start raging about Jason Garrett? But yes, we will. (laughs) Yes, we will. All I can say, and I say this actually as a Buffalo Bill fan, so it's not like I'm standing on any moral high ground here, but I'm just freaking glad I'm not a New York Giant fan because – like, really? You've, so now you've, you've got a 38-year-old head coach that's never been a head coach before that, like, thinks he's Vince Lombardi and uh, Genghis Kong rolled into one. And, uh, oh, yeah, you've got the offensive brain trust of Jason Garrett, right? It's just an offensive genius. Like, if I'm Saquon Barkley, like, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy, and I'm on the phone, and it's like, yo, Just let them know there's no way in hell I'm re-signing here, and it'd probably be best if, you know, we went in our different ways. Seriously.
6: Mutually separate.
2: Yeah. If you're Daniel Jones, you're screwed, kid. (laughs)
8: Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt.
0: 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851
4: 855-325-1780.
10: That's 855-325-1780. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California
3: Go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid and you're going to get a free bet of up to 500 bucks tonight. That's right. A free bet of up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college and pro sports. You are definitely in control, but you got to go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open the new account. Claim that free wager of up to $500 and do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, it is 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details.
2: Oh, hold on. I just see on TV here, I think uh, Raheem Mostert just scored another touchdown.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> touchdown! I think he just ran by me.
2: Yeah, touchdown! Yeah, why, why wouldn't he? He's the greatest running back in the history of the NFL. Looked like Marcus freaking Allen in that Super Bowl versus the Washington Redskins, man. All, like, honestly... Like, if you would have said, like, if we just would have come in today and not talked about names right now, and just stated, wow, he rushed for 200 yards and four touchdowns. That run, did you see this run? Remember when he ran past that dude and he ran that guy over? You'd be thinking, oh, yeah, Derrick Henry had a big day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, no, Raheem Mostert. I like Terry Bradshaw. Like, great interview, Terry. <laughs> like, yeah. After the game. <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, congratulations there. Oh, you're Raheem. Uh, yeah, Raheem. I got to be honest with you. I, I don't even know who the hell you are. Because I called you Mozart once. But you know what? You're quite the conductor. Mozart was a musician, Terry. Like he just, <laughs> Terry's thinking like Mozart was a conductor of a train, too, too. I love
3: Terry Bradshaw, though. The filter's getting less and less.
2: Oh, no. It it, it, yeah. Exactly.
6: Can you imagine Gabe at, like, 75 years old?
3: Wait, hopefully, is. I'm still on. Yeah, well,
2: yeah, that's I mean. true. That'll be the miracle. And for, Terry still has more hair than me.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Terry Bradshaw uh. doesn't age like he does, and he does it like Terry Bradshaw had hair on the side of his head. If we can, actually, guys, I um, shall send it to you, Joe, because uh, it's better mm-hmm. for you to play the video, right? Yep. For some bizarre reason with the audio and stuff like that, we're gonna have to uh, uh, whatever it is, what it is. But Terry. There's a quick, quickest,
6: Terry Jones.
2: It's the quickest way. <laughs> but there's a uh, we could play this too. There's, com- <laughs> there's a an old school Terry Bradshaw commercial for chewing tobacco. Oh, uh, not tobacco, <laughs> but tobacco. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he's great. He kind of looks the same. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he doesn't... Like, his face doesn't change. Yeah, you know what I like about Terry Bradshaw is his energy. Like, you know, the guy's always in a good mood, like me. He's always, oh. po- yeah, positive energy.
6: <laughs> I wonder what your Pleasure. Uber reviews say about
2: that. She yeah, had pretty good Uber uh, thing. I'm a little upset. I noticed I fell to 4.83 the other day. No. Yeah.
6: You must have been upset when that I was riding remember. a strong
2: 4.9. I think 4.83 is still pretty good in Uber yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You have to do
6: really bad things to get
2: below that. Terry Bradshaw, he's uh, he's got a positive outlook. But no, Bradshaw's always positive, um, except about Mike Tomlin. uh, But he's always positive. He loves the game. You know, he's not, like, mailing it in. Like, he still enjoys watching a game. You can tell some of these old dudes are just like, yeah, whatever, just pay me. You know what I mean? I remember Mike Dick on ESPN Show Joe. <laughs> like, that was great. Like, dude, like I love coach, right? But guys would be like giving like in-depth breakdown. Keyshawn, I really like the matchup here between Richard Sherman and break, You know, watch out in the slot. He's gonna be breaking it down. to get to dicka huh? Who's playing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me the Bears. <laughs> and uh you know, every line, they're a very good football team. They're they're a damn good football team. Like dicka had like three or four lines. Let me tell you, they're, they're a damn good football team, this football team. Maybe the Broncos. And it would be no breakdown, no nothing. And you know, he'd just walk off the set and be like, my check better show up on time. <laughs> this is great. God bless. What, uh, God bless uh, my God bless, Coach Dickard. Do we have uh, Terry Bradshaw? Yeah, you ready?
3: Yeah. yeah. Here we
12: go. I'm Terry Bradshaw. When I want to pass, I go to the pocket. And when I want a good chew, I go to my pouch of Red Man Chewing Tobacco. <laughs> to me, the flavor's the best and it outlasts the rest. Because oh, that, that big right chunk. oh my tobacco god. has a rich flavor that's welded in to last longer. So put a pouch in your pocket.
13: <laughs> man,
12: that's red man. America's best chew.
6: <laughs> oh my god. Nah,
2: America's best chew. Oh, <laughs> Does this company still exist? Can you even call a company Redman? I it uh, that's a good question. Oh, you do. Uh-huh. Yeah, Barstool Brian, you went to West Virginia University and from what I understand, <laughs> you used to have a dipping problem, right?
4: So you get Redman and then you get wrap uh, the gum around oh. the Redman
2: and then you pack yes. it.
6: That sounds disgusting. No.
4: Yeah, redman.com. Yep.
2: So so you, you you mix the chewing tobacco so what's the mm-hmm. deal with chewing tobacco too? Like if you swallow that juice, like you throw up type
3: of thing, right? It's awful. It's awful. Joe, you yeah, a Joe was base-
6: a baseball player. You're
3: a baseball player. Yeah. Joe, did you? I did it once, and I and of That's course, it. you know, I I get this wad of chew in my mouth, and of course the ball gets hit to me, so I dive. And swallowed all of it, and proceeded to throw up for the next seven minutes over the outfield uh, fence. There, I was, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever been involved with in my entire life. So I stuck the sunflower seeds after that. that was That's it what you did. To, yeah, that was good. Nope, no, thanks. See, nope. I like. I just
2: went with Big League Chew, Joe. You know, I remember just the gum. Yeah. Well, that was what we used. to And get these exactly guys, these guys are mixing it with tobacco.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, never do that again.
6: Disgusting.
2: People still do this. Yeah. what the uh the, the listen I, I can't judge barstool brian i put worse things in my body buddy over the years all right like, like i've done but to me it's just nasty like why would anyone want to chew on tobacco Remember the Gary
6: sheffield stuff where he kept doing it and he was like preaching to kids that like don't do drugs and stuff and he was still chewing tobacco you see like he, when
2: the tobacco stuff is hmm. all over their jersey uh, that's, oh, uh, that's some... Uh,
6: it's banned, right? They can't do it anymore. Uh, I
3: they did. I,
6: yeah, I think they banned yeah. it. They banned yeah, it in Major League, League Baseball? baseball?
3: Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure they did. I, I think they did ban it. Right after um, Tony Gwynn died. What a nanny, pinko commie
2: state that we live in. <laughs> What's wrong in this world when a center fielder can't chew on some tobacco? Mm-hmm. Come on. I wake up and uh, did the Democrats win an election or something, Joe? <laughs> did Bill De Blasio win? What am I missing? Mayor Bloomberg won. Oh boy! No more tobacco, no more soft <laughs> drinks, no more uh, Slurpees. Seven Eleven's out of business, Ariel. So, you know, because you know, you guys, I don't know, uh, Barstool Brian. At least he's not shy about his his openness. Like he said, he's mm-hmm. willing to convert for you already. You didn't say willing to convert, but you're interested in the religion, right? You're, you're you're willing to you know dive in a little bit. What is it? The Torah. The Torah. Yeah, you got to read the Torah.
3: I'll uh, do some research. I'll get back.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, as an added, uh, as an added, so what's the dream date? Uh, tell us what a date with Barstool Brian would be like. Well, Walk been- in the park, chew some uh, gum and tobacco. <laughs>
6: <laughs> tobacco.
3: <laughs> Start off with some red man. I don't know whatever oh when, yeah when when you know you got yourself a lady man when she busts out a pouch of red man that's a keeper yes. yeah <laughs> well i got to be honest uh, without being
2: too crude joe but yeah if your lady's chewing on red man then she's not going to be opposed to doing
3: much else you know what i'm saying <laughs> quality point there yeah like, know, She's like, got another pouch yeah exactly
2: yeah like yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah but she won't be a prude Mm.
3: Come here, cowboy.
2: Like you meet you meet a chick that's chewing tobacco, you know you've got to keep her in bed. That's how we're just oh, gonna I get to, to it right there.
3: You're in anything she won't put in her mouth.
2: Yeah, like a little less than yeah. fair. Yeah. You know the, for me. I'll be honest, the thing that freaked me out the most ever was uh when I lived in Vegas, there's like a beard convention. Oh boy. Chicks with beards.
6: That Ooh. is not as much of a. No,
2: no, no, no! It's really like it freaks you out, and it's not in a good way. Very liberating. Like, I hope not. Yeah, That'd no, but weird. like Elmer Fudd, there was like it was a contest.
6: Not your type.
2: Oh God. Yeah, yeah, Joe. No, it was it was yeah. bad, bro. It was like yeah. I was scarred. Like I had to leave like the premises. I was like, oh <laughs> my God! Like I was like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you. I turned around. And it was like. It was like hillbilly chicks with long beards what and stuff. What if she was chewing tobacco? And people were like, can I get a picture? And I was like, oh. oh, like I was nearly thrown out. Like I was really freaked out. Like it was freaking me out, man. But it wasn't just like a little like, no, no. It was like a beard competition mm. of chicks. Oh. All right. And it was not good. Like it was not good.
6: What if they were oh. chewing tobacco?
2: They probably were. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just couldn't see under their beards. You're no. stuck in there too. Matt Patricia was one of the judges.
3: <laughs> I see if I can... <laughs>
2: Matt. <laughs> Yeah, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia is one of the one, one of one of the judges. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, oh, you know, and it's funny because Barstool O'Brien asked me in the pit last week. He goes, "You ever heard of? Uh, you heard of uh, Red man? And uh, I don't know who showed me. I don't know which who showed me that that commercial. Somebody showed me that. I didn't find it myself. Somebody I forget who it is, but uh, somebody showed me to Terry Bradshaw. Might have been Fizano actually. He's Mister Steeler. And uh, well, I don't know. Somebody asked me, "Ever heard of Red Man?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I've met Red Man before." I you know I thought uh, they were talking about the rapper. <laughs> mm. There's a rapper, Red Man. Yes, He's very it good. Is. Method Man and Red Man.
3: Because I want to get high.
2: Yeah, exactly. I met them. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I've gotten, exactly. I partied yep. with them. <laughs> yes.
6: Sounds yep. like something you would do with
2: them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hung out with two short uh, red men and method men. hmm Pimpin' Ain't Easy, 92. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Was it there might be, I don't know, there's one or two of them. It'd be 94. Pimpin' Ain't Easy, 1994. Oh, of course, there's other uh, classic, Cocktails. Mm -hmm. All right, get on the grid.
4: if you're living with diabetes and using insulin you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again ouch well by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or cgm you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers here's what our customers had to say
13: painless no more pricking my
12: finger no finger pricks convenience they delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork
4: if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day injecting insulin three or more times per day or using an insulin pump a cgm can help you it's accurate easy to use and if you have medicare you can get a new cgm at little or no out-of-pocket cost plus get free shipping of your new cgm and we can bill medicare for you
12: honestly i had my doubts but that new cgm is painless
4: call now. 800-640-7460. 800-640-7460. That's 800-640-7460
1: What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body
2: cleansing needs. All right, the morning after uh, returns. I am Gabe Marente.
6: Uh oh, Joe, get the. It's uh, like real hyena life. I can talk, but I can't
2: hear, Ariel. <laughs> oh, like no. I can't. I just, I'll just talk. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Hey, I don't.
6: Oh, you're unplugged, or did you do that by on purpose?
2: Oh yeah.
6: Oh, you're unplugged. There you go.
2: Mm. Yeah yeah, you know what? Um these um these headsets suck. They're the most frustrating headsets that I've dealt with in 18 years. I try to uh not freak out and snap, but it's just a constant. And I'm not alone on this, Joe. So it's not, "Oh, Moretz, He's just pitching." Nope. You know as uh, I was Is our boy Venture here yet? I saw Venture the other Yeah, I saw our boy Venture the other day. Or Ventura, people are like, where the hell's Ventura? The show's starting. Ventura can't start because this stupid headset fell apart. And I think it fell in your hood, right? Or like it fell back. Like, like what are you gonna do? Like this stuff falls apart. It's to the point too. Like I'm like, uh, if I move a bit, I can't hear. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Let me let me shake my head a bit, and I can hear again. Don't move, Maransea, because you won't be able to hear again. Yeah, you know, I'm jiggling cables. Like I got to jiggle a cable. Like. <laughs> Like we got a problem here with these uh, these these monitors, and you you can attest to this, venture.
14: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you press them; they're universal, all of them will shut off <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, the,
2: the long story uh, is, they suck. Yeah. They suck. You know what? It's they're, you know it's they're like, all
14: on the same frequency. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh man. It's a problem. It is, but you know we can work around it.
2: Um. Uh, I love the. Well, optimism. Yeah, we don't have a choice. Um, yeah. Good We're optimism.
14: To and
2: the best part is, they all suck, and people just rotate them around the room. So like that's why once I was like, all right, this needs to be thrown in the garbage because it just goes in circles, and I get the broken one like every three or four days, Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, didn't I say that this one broke? In like it's not the packs, actually. The pack is fine. It's the um, the cable and the earpiece and the ca- uh, and stuff. It's brutal. I don't know what it is. They're too long. You know, there's this big, weird, awkward piece of plastic. I've never seen this. Whatever company this is, you freaking suck, right? You're terrible. Like, I don't know what company you guys do. I'd like to get you. Know, I, I really do. I want to get the creator of this piece of crap on, and I want him to tell me why you have this big, obstructive piece of plastic stuck in the back of my neck like a
14: cyborg from Star Trek. <laughs> it's true. We need our Like I'm being hippies. assimilated by the Borg here. Everybody needs their own little earpiece.
2: Yeah, all you right. Know? Thanks, Venture. What do, you, what, what do you think of Jason Garrett, Venture, Mr. Giant?
14: Not happy about it, but I'm glad the Niners made the Super Bowl. I was very happy about that, so that's overshadowing that for now. But not happy about that. You're, well, you're, you're a fan of uh, Jimmy G, right? Yes, big time. I know he threw eight passes, but uh, that that just shows dominance. I
2: mean, shows are Jimmy
14: dominant. G? Yeah. Well, you know
2: what? It shows Jimmy G's greatness, uh, Ranieri and Venture on Arrow. You're right, uh, Venture. It shows Jimmy G's greatness. He's so good, he took it easy on them. (laughs) You know what I mean? He didn't need to show off. Middle of the pack, you know what I mean? Standard, don't need to show off, Joe. Nope. He just, you know, Jimmy G showed, and honestly,
14: Jimmy G showed what a great teammate he actually is yesterday. Yep. That's correct. Yep, just run the ball all day. Shanahan's game plan, perfect. (laughs) I think the punter did more than he
6: did. (laughs) Kittle had his first catch in, what, the third or fourth quarter?
14: Yeah, he's
2: another one. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo burnt more calories and sweat more sleeping with Kiera Mia than he did yesterday <laughs> during that football game. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> like, he literally got in, like, his heart rate to doom, to to His heart rate was better and stronger on that date than it was during that game yesterday. Oh, he worked so much harder for that. Yeah, absolutely. There was there was a time yesterday, too, in the game, he kind of looked like they scored. And he kind of – he didn't look mad, but he kind of looked like, oh, yeah. In his mind, he knows, oh, yeah. You know, everyone's on Twitter right now just making fun of me. <laughs> you know, but, hey, listen, they paid him big money, and they're in the Super Bowl right now. And if he needs to make plays, I think he can make plays. But for the record, and um, we did the video with you, Ariel, on Friday, and what did I say? Jimmy Garoppolo under – I told you Venture about yeah. the prop. I told everybody. Jimmy Garoppolo, under 31 and a half passing attempts. Holy crap. I didn't know he was going to finish with eight.
14: That was a lock and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever it was. I mean, it's crazy. But listen, he's going to have to throw in the Super Bowl. He's going to have to. I don't, well, even let if,
3: us not confuse that either, venture, because guys, the I, I, best game I watched all year was against the Saints, and they didn't run for 500 yards. Like he, he had more than eight passes. He is more than capable with this team of getting into a shootout. He took on Drew Brees in New Orleans and won that game, yep. so yep. I have no doubt, no doubt he's more than capable. They
2: traded points with Baltimore and Baltimore in bad mm-hmm. weather. Yeah, yeah. It was just, th- I think that's actually, Ariel, that's the thing. That's the good thing about San Francisco. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of different franchises in them and a lot of different, like, attitudes or or sort of philosophies, but they are very New England Patriot-like in their offensive approach. Different running backs. They don't care who they throw the ball to. I can... And it's hard to defend. I compare it more,
6: actually, if you look at the basketball perspective, I compare them to a college basketball team. They have a, like a good March Madness winning college basketball team, a team that might not be Duke with all these one and dones. They're the team that has the juniors and seniors that facilitate the ball well, and no one's about me. Everyone's about the team, and it's kind of how the 49ers are.
2: Like the uh, the Patriots is a better analogy than another sport.
6: <laughs> no, but like the Patriots, you have no. But the Patriots, there was Julian Edelman, there was Rob Gronkowski.
2: It's about sp- it's about Niners. spreading the ball around. Yeah, and that's what makes Jimmy Garoppolo good. That you and know, it's not about
3: caring it, exactly. It, I- I'm going to run it down your throat until you stop me. If you don't stop me, I'm going to throw it a total of eight times and continue to that's run That's what down makes your them throat. tough. They can, they can adapt, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they will yep.
2: adapt. Well, that's good Kyle coaching. Shanahan yep. mm-hmm. will attack whatever's going to work. Like, a lot of teams get screwed. Like, Sean McVay last year, we talked about it. They yes. showed up, they were screwed. There is no plan B. These are the plays we run, and we've never been stopped mm-hmm. before, and uh, just keep doing the same thing, and maybe we'll get lucky. It doesn't work. Shanahan really is a brilliant play caller. Mm -hmm. He is their star player.
6: Do we have that video? Did we air it? The video of Shanahan in Cleveland. Have we aired that yet?
2: Uh, I don't know. We probably sent it to Joe. I don't know um, if we even have the rights uh, to to anything uh, that was. Yeah, I got to be careful with some of that, right? But if you look at (laughs) Shanahan, and you know, Mostert's a great example. Although, listen, I didn't like uh, the Tannenbaum guy, the former Jet guy. And I like him, actually. I think he's a smart guy. Uh, I like him on TV. I think his analysis is pretty good. But when Mostert was having a great day yesterday, it was basically, this just shows the greatness of Kyle Shanahan, which is true in a sense. And other people were saying the same thing. Look, Raheem Mostert's been on seven freaking teams, guys. The guy's a journeyman, all right? Like, the guy's been on practice rosters. Nobody wanted this in guy.
6: In the last two years, nonetheless.
2: Yes, nobody wanted this guy, mm-hmm. right? Here he is right now going to the Super Bowl is one of the key ingredients and in key cogs. It, you drop him on the Philadelphia Eagles right now, is he the same impact? You drop him on the Cleveland Browns, you know what I mean? It's Shanahan. And this goes back to Shanahan's father, Mike Shanahan, who was known for basically... You know, any running back that's on his team's gonna rush for fourteen hundred yards, type of deal. Mm-hmm. Like Mike Shanahan used to make stars. Look, he put Terrell Davis in the freaking Hall of Fame. He used to make stars out of running backs. And but you know, you go think of all those guys, Clinton Portis, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, a you know, long list of like Denver guys that would just you know they'd plug in there and boom, Washington Redskins that you know. Basically, that, you know, they're sweet plays. They're patent in plays. So Kyle's taking his father's brilliant run game. It pretty much is like next to Joe Gibbs and the Redskins and what they did, like the Broncos are sort of known, Shanahan's run packages are known as the gold standard. They, no. also,
6: they also became the first father-son duo to in NFL history to be head coaches of Super Bowl teams.
2: Yeah, it would be crazy. They couldn't be the first to
3: win. win, too, yeah. Well, you know what it is? That zone blocking, his requirement of his running backs is see the hole and get through it as fast as you – one cut. You get one cut, get the hole, get the hell in there. You know, Le'Veon Bell is one of these guys likes to dance around, kind of – that doesn't work with that. No, like, you're right. You see the hole, get in there, and get as many yards as you can straight ahead, and that's – that's what he Aikman that brought up yesterday.
2: Anybody. It was a good point. Troy Aikman brought it up. during, the, And I like Aikman's analysis, too. He stated, he goes, you know, Kyle Shannon is a great play caller. And he goes, he really is one of the best play callers. And, you know, he's learned over the years. And he's really, really complete play caller. But he goes, you know what his biggest strength is? His, uh, oh, yeah. his ability to identify players that can play in his system. Yeah, talent. Yeah. And he goes, you know, if you look, they have a bunch of guys that no one really wants. Um, but, you know, he sees, like you said, he's like, man, this guy's fast. Hit the hole. You know, That's like he, he has the vision of what he needs. And it's very Belichick like, yeah. you know, where it's not what you... it's not who you are, it's the system. It's like, mm-hmm. do what I say and you'll be successful. Except, of course, in the second half of that Super Bowl that people in Atlanta kept bringing up
3: yesterday. Of course they did.
2: Falcon fans and my boy Kyle out there, Ariel, and, uh, you know, he's still crying about this. Uh, it was painful, I get it, but because they kept running the ball. Mm-hmm. He's like, why mm-hmm. didn't Atlanta do that in the Super Bowl? <laughs> yes. Well, I think He, he, learned, learned, his he, exactly he learned his lesson. Exactly. He learned his lesson. Yep. He was yep. younger and dumber three years ago. Yep. You know what Before I mean? He's he like, honestly, yep. like three years is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I know Ariel thinks that, you know, you don't change after 25 years old or whatever. 26. Yeah, so 26, yeah. Kyle Shannon's not the same guy now. I didn't say you don't get mm-hmm. smarter. And he's, or... he's actually, he knows, all right, this is working. But that's what's difficult about them, and you're right, Joe. Like, going into the Super Bowl, don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw the football guys. And, right. in fact, like, I hit that prop pretty good yesterday. I wish I hit it more. But I was thinking, you know what? Now I'll probably buy in on Garoppolo to the over in the Super Bowl. Not mm-hmm. not with right. the attempts, but, dude, his yards are going to be so low. This will be the narrative that, you know, they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. They're going to try to keep it away from Kansas City. You can't do that anyways. It's inevitable. Right. There's going to be points in this game. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo is under the gun here, though, guys. Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than he is. Patrick Mahomes is going to throw less interceptions than he is. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo, there's a reason, honestly, too, Shanahan is managing this guy. Like, he's a better Trubisky in a way. You know what I mean? Like, they are protecting him a little bit. In a sense, they just, like, if he starts throwing it a lot, he turns it over. Like, if you look at the last six games, it's like basically three touchdowns, three, you know what I mean? Mm. He will turn it over if you give him many opportunities to, and they've really limited it. It's a fascinating matchup in the Super Bowl, though.
6: It really is. It is. I think that we got the best possible Super Bowl matchup. I know you were talking about Baltimore, but Kansas City's offense is a lot more dynamic than Baltimore's was. And the, Kansas, and the San Francisco 49ers, this is going to now see if our method from a few weeks ago comes through. Do offenses get you to Super Bowls and defenses win them? Because if that's the case, the 49ers have the better defense.
2: Uh, If you look at the the metrics of the Super Bowl, the 49ers would be the play. And I'm not giving any picks now. We've got a lot of time leading up to the Super Bowl. But generally, the number one ranked defense, the the higher ranked defense against the higher ranked offense will win in the Super Bowl. But this is something that people don't realize. Oh, yeah. By the way, San Francisco has the higher ranked offense. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. They score more points than Kansas City did this year, and they have far, you have equal offenses, like KC might be flashier in it, and it's cool to watch them run around, whatever. KC scored 28 points a game, San Francisco scored 29 points a game. KC's offense is better per se, but it's a real equal battle. Raheem Mozart. You should actually go with that. It's not bad, actually, Mozart. Uh, Raheem uh, Mozart, uh, 220 yards and four touchdowns. So as I was saying earlier, it's you know people were giving credit to the greatness of Shanahan, but you know what? This dude just rushed for 220 yards, man. Give it, give mm-hmm. him his due uh, as well, even though it is the the system. So I was I was monitoring this like immediately yesterday and um, FanDuel wasn't playing around, all right? Like, I heard you talking about, like, the Westgate and Vegas and stuff. Ooh, the Westgate. Um, FanDuel had numbers out, like, immediately following the Kansas City Chief win. They just put numbers up for both games. Mm-hmm. So they had both options. And they had the Kansas City Chiefs against the Green Bay Packers, minus six and a half, Kansas City Chiefs. And... I was leaving. I was leaving the book. It was right after we did the show. I was leaving, and it was immediately after, and I'm, I'm looking, and then boom. And I thought to myself, oh, my God. I was like, the Kansas City Chiefs will murder the Green Bay Packers if they played them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, six and a half. I'll be loading up on the Chiefs. Yep. And it was Kansas City Chiefs minus three against the San Francisco 49ers. That was before the game kicked off, the Niners. Wow. And basically, every time the Niners did something, it went down half a point <laughs> mm. it was So, yeah, I swear I was three. Yeah. I was staring at it. I was on the bus. I was watching it. Three. And then, bing! before my eyes, it went to two and a half. It was like touchdown, Niners, 7 nothing. It went to two and a half. Touchdown, Niners, it went to two. Touchdown, Niners. And um, it eventually settled in at one and a half at uh, FanDuel. And um the total was fifty one and a half at FanDuel at the time. Mm. That didn't last long. Now, Las Vegas opened it up at fifty two and a half, and I guess if you saw somebody immediately walked in and bet a hundred thousand cash <laughs> yeah, exactly. on the over. Yep. So they were like, all right, all right, yeah, we're bumping that up, Joe. <laughs> like
3: <laughs> it didn't take long.
2: Yeah, like someone was just waiting and <laughs> oh, they put a hundred thousand down on the over at fifty one and a half. So um they moved it up. It's fifty two it was fifty two and a half in Vegas. Settles in at fifty three and a half. And I tweeted last night, this thing's gonna get to fifty four.
9: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes.
12: There's a temporary state of emergency in Virginia where a gun rights rally is set for today in Richmond, the capital city. Activists will protest a series of bills that would tighten gun regulations. The Democratic Governor Ralph Northam's executive order declaring a state of emergency bans all firearms and weapons from the Capitol's property until tomorrow. And Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax says they don't want a repeat of the 2017 gun rights rally in Charlottesville where a counter-protester was killed.
11: Everyone who comes here uh, looking to peacefully exercise their rights you know, is welcome, of course, but we do not need any violence. We do not need a reprisal of the failures that we saw in Charlottesville, and so we're doing everything we can. And
12: Ahead of the Senate impeachment trial of President Trump that starts tomorrow, a Gallup poll finds 44% of Americans approve of the job the president's doing. This is USA Radio News.
11: A
12: deadly mass shooting last night outside a bar in Kansas City, Missouri as people were gathering to celebrate the win by the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Police say two people were killed before an armed security guard killed the shooter.
16: Right now we have 15 unidentified people that have shown up at area hospitals around the metro area. Of those right now, Three are listed in critical condition.
12: And two people are dead and five others wounded in a shooting at a San Antonio bar last night. Police there say it happened at about 8 at the club near the Riverwalk, and the suspect is still on the loose. It stemmed from a fight that broke out during a concert inside the club. Another all-female spacewalk continues at the International Space Station. Astronauts Jessica Meyer and Christina Cook are installing a new set of solar array batteries aboard the International Space Station. Find us online anytime at usaradio.com. USA's Wendy King takes a look at the top movies at the box office over the weekend, and there is a new number one.
11: Mistress, I never trusted anybody but
17: you. I'm asking you, man. Bad Boys. One last time. One last time.
18: Will Smith and Martin Lawrence star in the blockbuster hit Bad Boys for Life, bringing in a total weekend gross of 59.2 million. Doctor Doolittle is at number two with Robert Downey Jr. and Antonio Banderas, bringing in twenty two point five million. Nineteen Seventeen is at number three with twenty two point one million. Jumanji, the next level, drops down to number four with nine point six million. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker is at number five with eight point four million. Number six, Just Mercy, coming in at six million. Little Women is at number 7 with 5.9 million. Knives Out at number 8 with 4.3 million. Like a Boss is at number 9 with 3.8 million. And still on the charts, Disney's Frozen 2 at number 10 with 3.7 million. I'm Wendy King.
12: And the 49ers defeated the Green Bay Packers last night to win the NFC Championship and head to the Super Bowl to face the Kansas City Chiefs. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
1: The last night you find out the morning after let's do this thing
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a great first hour we've established that uh, baseball players are scum mm-hmm. no, college coaches are scum baseball players are just they want to win i'm Gabriel morenci midtown manhattan studio 34 errol epstein alongside jordan area miami florida I, that adage about if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. It really is seems to be true in baseball.
6: Roger Clemens is trending on Twitter right now.
2: Speaking of which, <laughs> but and that's another thing too. Like, what you know? There's different. There's different levels to this stuff. The Astros clearly crossed the line. They 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 stepped into the new millennium. But you know, if not them to get caught, someone else would have been nailed eventually. They're like the first sort of new age bust. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like in the internet age of like sort of technology. It's like I said, early in 2014-15 era, it started to happen where the access was better, where they could really relay things fast. And baseball knew. And baseball told all the teams, all right, guys, you can't be using these cameras. You got to chill out with this stuff. Some teams didn't, and clearly the Astros like – raised it to a whole new astronomical level. But which one? where was does where? it end though? Like, which they're one, all cheaters.
6: To both of you, which one was worse, the steroids or this scandal?
2: This. Yeah? The steroids is, it's your choice what you're putting in your body. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, put it this way, Earl, and we'll get your opinion on this, Joe. Like, if you're willing to shrink your penis and, you know, shrink your nut sack... And take a couple of years off your life and give yourselves all kinds of diseases to take the steroids to try to win. And you know what? I guess, you know, man, this son of a bitch wants to win baseball games and make money, Joe, right? Right, right. Like, that's a choice. Cheating is a little different. I don't look at steroids like cheating as much. And why is it, too? What I don't ever understood is why is it that, like, in baseball, if you take steroids, you're like, you're like Charles Manson and banned for life. Yet Julian Edelman took steroids and was named the MVP in the Super Bowl three months later. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, is he a cheat show? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. what's the double standard? Like, why are baseball players held to some higher esteem? Yeah. I, I don't understand. I never have. DailyRoto.com.
1: website for details.
4: Packages start at $39.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. You can now get Vivint's award-winning smart home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the top home security system of 2019, calling the Vivint system the best for a complete package of home security Security and automation, the best pro-installed home security system, and the best home security system with cameras. And right now, you can get Vivint's best home security and smart technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation. Protect your home and loved ones for as little as a dollar a day. Call right now for your home security consultation. Call 800-282-5112. 800-282-5112. That's 800-282-5112.
2: All right, great job by Sean G. Knocking it out of the park. Uh, we tracked down Nick Turturro uh, the other night. He joined me and Cam on Game Time Decisions. It was cool. Uh, cool dude. We talked uh, about the baseball. Dick Vermeule. Coach Dick Vermeule will join us in about uh, 25 minutes' time. So uh, it doesn't get much cooler than that. Super Bowl uh, champion, uh, Dick Vermeil, actually a Rose Bowl champion uh, too. Uh, Dick Vermeil also uh, coached, coaching a couple of Super Bowls. I actually thought I'm going to ask him about the story. I'll, I'll ask him about that, you know, because he's always urban legend and exactly the details. But basically, that he told the the Eagle players, you got to take it easy in New Orleans. You know, don't you know where it's a Super Bowl, and uh, you know they had a light curfew and stuff like that. And the Eagle players are out for dinner. Um, you know, for lunchy, It was like, it wasn't even that late at night. And they look over, and like the Raider players are like fighting with each other on the sidewalk. They're all drunk, throwing up all over the place. Nice. <laughs> They're like, yeah, right, we're going to win easily against these drunk guys. And uh, the Raiders smoked them. <laughs> the Raiders, Ron Jaworski was the quarterback. Ron Jaworski, Jaws. Uh, Ron Jaworski was the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. But
4: so, yeah, the uh,
6: connection, which I don't think we've said yet is that, um, Dick Vermeil is the coach with the longest gap between two Super Bowls. Andy Reid is the second longest gap now, making the Super Bowl, and Vermeil ended up winning the second time around with the
2: Rams. Ooh. So hopefully, Andy Reid. Thing with Dick Vermeil is he's like Kevin Bacon. There, like.
6: He looks just like him.
2: No, like Dick Vermeil will have a connection. I bet you we just like name players. Oh yeah, yeah. This like in coaches, like he's one of these dudes. He's been around uh, forever. Really nice guy though, uh, Coach Dick Vermeil. So yeah, that's cool. We look forward to uh, having uh, having a coach uh, coach on. Um, so checking in uh, with the the point spread as we were discussing, Kansas City minus uh, one and a half, it's minus one sixteen on the money line. The over under is fifty three and a half. Odds makers are expecting the um, to smash records. And if you look, they will because you got New Jersey now, you got Nevada. Like, there's literally going to be, I don't know, man, like eight billion dollars bet on this football game. It's going to be crazy. That's just in America.
6: Yeah, and there's other like states that have billion. just become like, yeah, legalized. Like,
2: oh yeah, it's it's. Oh yeah, I think there's what? I think there's twelve states. Something like that. I don't know the. Exact I believe numbers. I think in that ballpark. How many? Twelve. I think there's there's twenty 15? confirmed. Is it twenty there's now? 20. No but, no, but, like, they're taking bets today. Like,
6: 20. there's some in the process. Like, some,
3: yeah, like, some are no, about to, but they haven't. Yeah, there's a half a dozen that will be by the summer that will be full, but there are 20 states with active sports books uh-huh. right now. Really? I t- I up to 20, yep. huh? Yep. yep. Right, there's a few little ones, like uh, like Rhode Island has sports betting, right? New Hampshire. New Hampshire, yep. Yep. Indiana, Rhode Island, Iowa. Maine. Yep, yep.
2: Maine, I yep. think you had Maine. Um, which you know you wouldn't expect, right? Delaware already had it. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Buffalo has it. Not Buffalo, New York, Buffalo. Yep. No, well, Buffalo's <laughs> not New York. It's Buffalo. Yeah,
3: that's exactly. <laughs> totally
2: and, different. Yeah, of course, uh, you weren't here, Ariel. But when the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills uh, played the uh, the Jets in Week One, I was at the football game, and I uh, met Life Stadium, and I was in the bathroom. And the dude walks in, and he's like, man, he goes, man, there's a lot of effing Buffalo Bill fans here, man. And he zips, he takes it down, he's, he's at the stall, and he looks over to the dude next to him. He goes, uh, where is Buffalo anyways? Oh, boy. And Buddy goes to him, it's in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, there's your Jet fan for you, Joe. <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: The Jet fan, like, no, nah, no, nah, I yeah. don't know that Buffalo is. See, like, that's what I'm saying. That's really bad. But yeah, I don't I don't even want to get started on that, how that makes sense that people in Buffalo, New York can go to a sports book and bet on the game. Yeah. Yet <laughs> you can't in New York City. Right. Like, shouldn't it be the other way around?
6: Well, the same yeah. way that Buffalo. Like, should it be is like, no, oh, you can't do New that New in Buffalo,
2: but you can do it in New York City.
6: Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. Buffalo's the team of New York.
2: They are. I guess they are. And it sounds like Buffalo is the coolest place to be in New York. Guess so. You can bet on sports there. Yeah. Time to move. So uh, the total's 53.5 in a game. I think it's going to go up, and I think that the over is the way to go here. Listen, you can make a legitimate argument for either team in this football game. The Kansas City Chiefs, um, both games down by double digits. Are they going to get off to another slow start uh, in this Super Bowl? Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, on the other hand, if you look, Kansas City's more battle-tested. Like, Kansas City, like, had more of a uh, a test here with Houston and then playing Derrick Henry in Tennessee. Like, let's be real, but this is why you play for the seed. Like, if you're the San Francisco 49ers, and they look great, Ariel, uh, I mean, in the playoffs, but let's be real. They played the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And here they are right now in the Super Bowl. It's not like, you know what I mean, they... How good are they? Well, how fair of a line is this? Or are they this? playing average, mediocre teams?
6: How fair of a line is this? The 49ers is a one seed up against the three seed as underdogs.
2: And and what? And how fair is what?
6: How fair is the line at plus one and a half?
2: Oh, they would say... You, the you game, like the
6: line? Like, do you yeah, agree game, with it?
2: Yeah, the, the game should be a pick'em, which... Uh, and, and in fact, uh, and in fact... I'm actually surprised. Two seed, right? They slid into the two seed. I'm actually surprised uh, that the game is not a pick. I'm surprised that Kansas City is favored. Especially number one, Joe, people always remember what they saw last, right? So I'm surprised that the San Francisco wasn't, oh, man, these guys are freaking good. I'm surprised that just because that was the second game. Also, San Francisco are a very popular team. Like, they're a very heavily bet team, the San Francisco 49ers, especially on the West Coast. Um, like, in Reno, Nevada, man, like, the number for this game, I'd like to check, actually, we'll, if we can scour. Oh, yeah. Like, the Niners will probably be two-point favorites in Reno. Like, there'll be so much action on the 49ers in Vegas and so much action on the Niners on all West Coast casinos, uh, specifically, though, um, Nevada, but like Reno, Lake Tahoe, et cetera. There's be a lot of action on San Francisco, so I'm a little bit surprised here. The total, like I said, I thought the total was low at 51.5, and, and if I wasn't such a loser and I had a bigger account, I would have jumped in last night and hammered that 51.5 like the guy did to bet $100,000 on it. Um, I knew it was going to go up, and it's still going to go up right now. People like to bet on the overs of Super Bowls. Yeah. So last year, of course, we had the um, we had the lowest-scoring Super Bowl. Uh, in the history of Super Bowls, uh, we've, you know, a lot, lot of little tidbits that we go over every year in a Super Bowl. This is what's interesting and it's amazing to me. They played 53 Super Bowls right now, Joe. You know what, like it is, AFC, NFC? Mm. 27 and 26. Wow. Pretty, wow, that's pretty right. crazy. Like, yep. they, seriously, they played 53 freaking times. The NFC holds the edge. Twenty seven twenty six. Uh the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, that's Alex Fizzano's uh, Pittsburgh mm. Steelers. Did you get that tattoo yet, Fizzano? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not not a real fan, Sean. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, he's a front runner.
6: <laughs> he's waiting until he could get his shot at hard knocks.
2: No, no, you know what? Don't get the tattoo. One day, I'm, I'm going to break the kid's will. He's going to get a tattoo, and I'm going to feel bad after. I'm going to be like, oh, God, he, defaced, yeah, he defaced his body with a mm. Steeler, Bad-looking Steeler tattoo. It's all my fault. Don't do it. Uh, yeah, don't do not do it. <laughs> but uh, Pittsburgh's won six. New England, uh, you know, most Super Bowls was six. Well, the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers both have five. Yep, the 49ers have a chance to tie the
6: Patriots and the Steelers.
2: Uh, what do they say? One for the thumb. Mm. One for the thumb. And you see with San Francisco, like, the old guys are involved in stuff. Jerry Rice is there and getting, yeah, getting all good. excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice to see that, actually. Mm-hmm. So one thing that is is disappointing about the fact that there's no point spread in this game is the point spread was always sort of a good barometer to handicap this game. And this is something that we brought up almost every – we bring it up every year. I can't reinvent Super Bowl trends every year, guys. And I can't reinvent this piece of crap, stupid wire, man. Holy crap, this thing sucks. Um, the point spread has only come into play six times. Mm. Six times. Only six times the point spread has mattered in 53 Super Bowls. Crazy. Yeah, it is not. So I was... You can't use that, Joe, because there's no point nope. spread here, really. You've got to sort of Remember throw that it, out the window. Please.
8: Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt.
0: 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851.
10: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California blue goo a try call one 888 330 and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 888 330 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.dodogoo.com
11: now available at select big five stores near you
10: we
14: paid less for our craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago
6: DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus up to $500. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash CK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Joe.
3: Thanks, Ariel. Dick Meal coming up, joining us at uh, 1040. But first, we'll check in with Gabe to see exactly who the hell he's yelling at to get off his lawn today. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey,
7: you pesky kids. Well, I could
2: call out the Tennessee hand. Titans. Uh, For melting down yesterday in the second half against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, But how can you call out a football team that went on the hell of a run that the Tennessee Titans did? And the fact of the matter was, the Kansas City Chiefs were just a better team uh, than the Tennessee Titans uh, were when it was all said and done. Four games on a road caught up uh, to the Titans. But we'll have a lot of time to get to the football. We've got uh, 13 days until Super Bowl 54 in Dorman Aries, Miami, Florida. Uh, I want to get to this uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame stuff because I think it's actually fitting that we go right from another cheating scandal right into the voting uh, for another Hall of Fame. And, yeah, yeah, we get it. Everybody loves Derek Jeter, and he's going to get 100% of the vote and all that type of stuff. All right, that's all cool. Uh, But what about Larry Walker? Is Larry Walker going to get into the Hall of Fame? Probably not. Uh, When it's all said and done, Larry Walker is most likely going to be on the outside uh, looking in, and I'm not going to sit here and rattle off a bunch of baseball stats. But if you actually look at what Larry Walker accomplished, he's he's in the top ten and the top seven of a lot of categories, and he's done a lot of things that only other guys in the Hall of Fame have done. So the problem with Larry Walker is he, you know, he's Canadian. He's not really in the baseball landscape. He's not he's not on TV all the time. You know, where's Larry Walker? When's the last time you saw Larry Walker on TV? When's the last time you saw Larry Walker do an interview? Right? Uh, he played for the Montreal Expos. There's a bias against the Montreal Expos. There's a nostalgia. I'll actually say there's a nice nostalgia towards the Expos, uh, but he was buried in Montreal um, for a, a big part of his career. Then he's in Colorado where people don't give him credit for for the numbers because they think, oh, anybody can, uh, you know, hit 380 in Colorado, and put the ball over the wall. You know, Larry Walker had a career batting average, 282 on the road, man. All right? Um, Larry Walker, seven-time gold glover. You know, doesn't defense count? Isn't defense part of the game? Isn't Larry Walker one of the greatest players? Or at least good enough? My deal with Larry Walker is, if you think of one of the greatest players of all time, is Larry Walker one of the greatest players of all time? No. Like, he doesn't make my top teams or anything like that. But... If you look at his numbers, they compare to others that are in the Hall of Fame. And this is where I really wonder about um, the, the voters' intentions uh, here. Like, baseball writers, they're so sanctimonious, and they're the judge, jury, and executioner. They're the ones that decide everybody's fate for the most part. And the players sort of got tired of it, and that's why they have this, like, veteran committee now that's so influential. So they can put guys in at the media sort of screwed around. But my deal with the media is, and I know I covered Major League Baseball. I was surprised to find out some of the people that actually had votes. Because I was like, man, this dude doesn't even come to every game. Or number two, the dude basically is writing his story about one team. So a lot of the voters actually, and especially in the older days, guys, nowadays you can see everything, everything's everywhere. But even as recently, like 15 years ago, I mean, I used to see voters, they're not even watching the other games, right? They're only watching their own team. And then it gets down to, well, the guy was nice to me when he came to town, or he's a jerk, or he's on this and that. You know what I mean? There's different, you know, there's just different reasons why they actually vote the way that they do. But my biggest beef is, is, and honestly, I was outraged, and I'm still pissed off about the way the Houston Astros did everybody here, yet... You know, Joe Ranieri said last week, listen, everybody's cheating. Scott Wetzel, who I got into it with, said, you know, hey, listen, it's not good, but everybody's cheating. I almost have to come to that conclusion uh, right now that, hey, everybody's cheating. But why is it that everybody cheats, but only some people get called out as being cheaters? So, you know, that's my deal now where I'm starting to look at the big picture and just being realistic about this. Where does it freaking end? Like, where does it end? Like, you know, if you don't want to let this guy into the Hall of Fame. Like, a good example. And I brought this up about Tony La Russa before. And it's amazing that Tony La is in the news right now again. Jack McDowell says that Tony La Russa has been doing the same video cheating stuff that the Astros did, except La Russa was doing it 30 years ago. And I said, Tony La Russa's in the Hall of Fame. Okay? Why is Tony La Russa in the Hall of Fame? Because Tony La Russa won a lot of baseball games as a manager. And Tony La Russa won uh, some World Series. Who did Tony La Russa manage? Tony La Russa dominated baseball for a couple of years with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco, right, who did more drugs than the Rolling Stones. Oh, Tony La Russa had no idea, right? So Jose Canseco is ostracized and is a scumbag cheater. Mark McGuire can't get into the Hall of Fame, yet the guy that won the games because of them does. And now we find out that he was cheating. Do you believe the story? I do. You think Jack McDowell's making this up? You think he's just pulling this out of his ass right now and making it up? You know, maybe does he not like La Russa? Probably. You know, pretty much anyone I've ever met Tony La Russa doesn't like Tony La Russa. He does do good things for cats, though. That's why I don't mind him. <laughs> uh, but Tony La Russa's not known as a very good guy. So, you know, why did Jack McDowell do it? Hey, Is baseball going to do anything about it? No. But where does it end? You know, La was doing it. Then he was doing it. He was doing it. Like, I think basically Major League Baseball is lucky that they're all kind of of lying cheaters. And there is a blue code that you don't snitch that Mike Fires just crossed evidently. Otherwise, we would find out these guys make Bill Clinton uh, look like a nice guy when it comes to cheating. All right? (laughs) Like, there's nothing that's surprising about Major League Baseball. Uh, but my message is to the Major League of Baseball Hall of Fame voters, you know what? Don't differentiate between levels of cheating. If you're a cheater, you're a freaking cheater. And don't roll over one way because one guy's a Yankee and another guy's a Montreal Expo or a Milwaukee Brewer. Get the hell off my lawn with your hypocrisy. Hey, you kids. Get
19: off my lawn.
3: Yeah, I, I came across a great uh, post by uh, Keith Olbermann, who is, uh, you know, say what you want about his politics. But the guy is a uh, he's a great baseball sports historian. The guy, uh, he really does love sports. And he called out a smart baseball. John Heyman. Yeah. And, and he called out John Heyman because Heyman posted his ballot on uh, on social media yep. and he gets 10 votes. But he only put five out. And, you know, to to Olbermann's point, he's like, you know, listen, I hate to call this guy out. I respect him. But you you hit Bonds in this. You didn't hit Clemens and you didn't hit Walker. But Barry Bonds is OK. And to your point, like so one. There's, the, there's to,
2: the, I can't believe it, Joe. Yeah. There's the hypocrisy I'm talking
3: there, about. There it is right there. Exactly correct. And, and, and I wanted them out for it.
2: I wanted to get to it, too. And I got caught up in my rant here, Joe. But jerk offs like this. All right, and if you're going to punish people and don't put them in the Hall of Fame, then why
3: are you punishing Larry Walker, who never took anything?
9: Yep. Like, you can't have it both ways.
3: He He says, why is the argument presented by voters that Walker obtained an unfair advantage by playing in a place like Denver? Yes, thank you, Keith. That's their form of cheating?
14: That's cheating. That's cheating. Come
3: on. Thank you, Keith.
2: Now, Keith Olbermann's been on fire with all this baseball stuff. Although, you wouldn't agree, he wants the World Series revoked.
3: Yeah, I know. it's.
2: They're not doing it. No. No. And
6: To be honest, I really don't think it does anything.
2: Did
3: you see the Mike Clevenger interview? Clevenger was great, too. He was bent out of shape, as well. That was quite the... Uh, man, yep. that was good. Can we play the audio of it?
2: Uh, we give credit to... Uh, who was it? It was the... Um, What channel is that? It was like, what's it, like a snowboarding channel or something? (laughs) Was it a podcast? And what was he doing? Was he getting a tattoo? Like, he sort of got his arm out. I don't know what the hell was going on. It was all dark and stuff. But, man, it was emotional. Yeah. Clevenger got, like, deep, like, about the Houston Astros. So that's what I'm saying, Joe. I guess there's a person, maybe there's a few guys, like, Like, Clevenger clearly is, like, outraged by the Houston Astros. Like, outraged. Like, he talked about, like, being sent back down to the minors. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's got buddies that, like, are in the minors because they got hit by the Astros. I didn't
6: think about that perspective. And he's all
2: like, you know how many lives they've screwed around? And he's like, and these guys are walking around with a World Series ring and big, fat contracts when other guys are stuck in the minors and they're doing this. And he's all like, he goes, now I know. Every time I've been in their ballpark, they cheated me. And they all know. Dude, you look at the numbers, Joe. It's insane now with hindsight. right? It's insane in the World Series. Like Altuve hit like 0.67 on the road. At home, Mm -hmm. 480. Like, it's not even funny. God knows Mm -hmm. what they really had going on, but I don't trust baseball as a whole at all now. And I think Manfred's covering up more stuff. I think they're covering up how bad. I think the Astros are even worse than we even know. They're denying the buzzer stuff, which we know is true. Right. They were wearing a buzzer. Everyone knows it. So
6: it's kind of weird though. Alex Bregman for the overall season, his home and away record, his home—I mean, average—his home average two seventy-eight and away three fifteen.
2: Interesting for Bregman. Interesting. underneath um, you know, and there's and Bregman too, just grinning. Uh you know, the baseball is spoken. Baseball is spoken.
6: Altuve, yeah. three hundred six at home, two ninety one away.
2: You have to look at the World Series in the yeah, playoffs. That was just overall. All right, Dick Meal next.
4: If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch. Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. Here's what our customers had to say.
12: Painless. Pricking my finger no finger pricks convenience they delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork
4: if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day injecting insulin three or more times per day or using an insulin pump a cgm can help you it's accurate easy to use and if you have medicare you can get a new cgm at little or no out-of-pocket cost plus get free shipping of your new cgm and we can bill medicare for you
12: honestly i had my doubts but that new cgm is painless
4: now, 800 640 7460. 800 640 7460.
1: That's 800 640 7460.
4: dot com.
2: All right, get on the grid. We're trying to track down Dick Vermeule. Just stuff uh, for the record, Ariel. And, you know, it's a good point as far as Bregman is concerned. And, you know, Joe, it doesn't mean an arrow, it doesn't mean, Ariel that none of these guys are good baseball players. Mm-hmm. Altuve was a great baseball player. He got mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, Bregman is obviously an ultra-talented player. Uh, he got there. Yet, so was Barry Bonds, right? So was Alex Rodriguez. So was Roger Clemens. They were all already great, but it doesn't really excuse it, you know? Yeah, I think this is worse than the steroid stuff. And we talked about it earlier, Joe, like the hypocrisy. Like, why is it, you know? To me, steroids in baseball, it was eh. Like I talked about it before, Joe. Pitchers told me, hey, pitchers are allowed to do steroids too, right? You know, it went both ways. It was basically, it's almost like, um like bodybuilding or, you know, to be crude, like actresses and stuff. Like in Hollywood, Joe, they say there's a difference, bro, between C's and double D's, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What are you willing to do to your body? Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know, like, you know, and you're in the NFL. When you play professional sports, guys, like Carson Wentz, he got a free pass on this, actually. That's something we didn't bring up. He took himself. He, he voluntarily told him about the concussion. That's weak, and I don't care about like being, oh, you've got to like be care about yourself. You are getting paid $34 million a year to sacrifice your body. That's what you're being paid for, Joe. I don't know if you agree or not, mm-hmm. but that's part of the deal, bro. That's, yeah, right. yes, you will live six years less than the average person. Yes. Yeah, 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 you're probably going to get, you know, you're going to have some damage here. That's why we're paying you $40 million a year. <laughs> we don't give you forty million dollars a year not to sacrifice yourself. Right? So that's I look at steroid error and baseball is the same way. You either want to do it or you don't. Hey, if you don't do it, fine. Find another way to stay in the game. And if you can't, tough. You know, and, and it fizzled out. Like I said, a lot of guys that didn't regret doing it. It didn't help everybody. Right? It's some guys, like you said, Joe, you said it before, like being on juice didn't help you hit a baseball. The nope. ball did go, like, eight feet further, though. <laughs> a little further. <laughs> and <laughs> like, your head grew a little, like, yeah. Like, no, 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 That like could the, have been their, the... Like, warning track right. power, Joe, became home right. runs. Let's be real, right. Joe, with and that. And the record-breaking.
6: Yep. The record-breaking. Like, they basically
2: helped. said it was, like, six to ten feet, which in baseball is yep. quite a lot. Like, yeah,
6: how many more home runs was that for Barry Bonds?
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the problem with base. See, baseball, nobody does a better job of living in the rearview mirror than baseball. <laughs> and the old school guys, that's the biggest problem that with steroids and everything else is that you cheated the fundamentals of the guys that came before you who didn't have ac- – at least that's what no, they wanted. Yeah, I do. know, but Joe, you know, I think about but, that. So the guys before
2: that that were doing cocaine. Right.
3: You but know, and okay. Ariel,
2: I told Ariel before, and she's like, well, cocaine's not the same. Yeah, it is. At the time, it was. But it's, it's not but, a yeah. coincidence that all the guys that stole the most bases were doing bumps in the dugout, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or that Willie Mays. I don't know if you've ever and done cocaine or not, and get, I don't want you to maybe whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. The little greenies say, say, and the
3: little blackies. Yeah. yeah let's exactly. just say you know yeah.
2: I know what it does.
6: Okay. So mm-hmm. hypothetically it doesn't, speaking, doesn't
3: help. It Doesn't help. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Right>.
6: yeah. No, I'm saying it helps your focus, but not your strength.
3: But the problem is both of these scenarios, whether it be steroids or it be this, guys, it was sanctioned by American League. It was sanctioned by Major League Baseball. They all knew it. Like Major League Baseball knew both of those things were going on and, yes. bo- and at the same million time million they percent. both turned they turned a blind eye. So And if they I'm seemingly an employee, knew about this
2: video stuff too, exactly and turned a blind yeah. eye.
3: And they turned a blind eye. I don't so know if it was Broch's every-
2: his son. He was right, and he said, "Oh, they were never <laughs> going to do anything about this till it was never, forced out in the public."
3: Same and once again, with
2: steroids. I still yep. think it's horrific. I stand by it. I think the Astros are scumbags yeah. and crossed the line. They crossed right. the line. But, but at the same point in time, the other teams need to do a better job of protecting themselves. We can we can get back into this. So. Uh, one of my favorite uh, parts of this job actually is my favorite part of this job is getting the opportunity to talk to class acts like Mr. Dick Vermeule, who joins us a Super Bowl champion, a uh, Coach of the Year, uh, Rose Bowl. We can get into it, but we you know we'd be here all day if we talked about his uh, great resume. Coach Vermeule, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for joining us on short notice.
16: Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. Go Chiefs.
2: Go yeah, so oh Chiefs. You know what? So let's start with this. I wanted to talk about the, the Hall of Fame inductions of, uh, of one of your former players. But as far as this Super Bowl is concerned, it's just unbelievable, is it? Talk to his coach about the passion of football in Kansas City and with Kansas City Chief fans. And I can't believe it's been 50 years since they've been to a Super Bowl.
16: And I don't think any city deserves it more. Just I'm disappointed in my own my own performance as a head coach there and not being able to deliver it much earlier. But Andy's got it done, and uh, you know he's a great coach, and, and it's a great city, great ownership. They have great passion, not quite as intense as some cities, more uh, more uh, empathetic, I would say, more compassionate. But uh, uh, a great, just a great city, and you could see that yesterday. You know, you 20 degrees, you, you would have thought it was the middle of the summer the way they responded.
2: A little bit more empathetic than Philadelphia. That's what you're saying. <laughs> They're more more, <laughs> more, <laughs> more, supportive kids. So talk to me about about Andy Reid. You know, we often hear the term player's coach tossed around a lot. But if you're a player's coach, you can get run over by the players, right, coach? I mean, and you are known as, you know, such a nice no guy. Question. But what, what's that fine line, sir, between being who you are, a genuine good person, but at the same point in time – Letting everyone know there's discipline and who the boss is in the room.
16: Well, that is a fine line. And yes, I I was many times called a player's coach in the old days. A player's coach was a guy that didn't work him hard, and made him all happy, and got fired a few years later. You <laughs>
7: exactly.
16: Know? Uh, today, I think a player's coach. Uh, I, t- I think today a player's coach is a guy that cares about his players, and cares enough about them to work them hard and discipline them. To help them be as good as they're supposed to be, or 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 as good as their God-given ability has given them, and and go ahead and get after them. Sometimes that makes them mad, it upsets them, it drives them, and they're bitching and moaning. But the the players read you as you're the reason you're doing it is to help them be the best they can be. So they buy in, and now you become a players' coach out of respect and trust. Coach.
6: The head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs right now, Andy Reid, is going to try to get his first title in 15 years. He'll have another chance at one for the first time in 15 years. You're the only coach to have a longer gap between Super Bowls. How do you do it the second time around? Because that's when you won was when you won with the Rams the second time around.
16: Well, just make sure you take better players with you the second time (laughs) around. (laughs) And don't screw them up. When I went back the second time, I had... I had on offense, well, it amount to five NFL Hall of Fame players. Three of them are already in. Isaac Bruce will go in, I think, this year, and Torrey Holton another year. So there'll be five total Hall of Fame players out of the 11 starters. So it's hard to screw them up. You're going to win that ball game. And, I, and we still, it still ended up being the last play of the game when Mike Jones made the tackle. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's tough. The 49ers are a very fun football team. I think that demonstrated was demonstrated last night. It was not a fluke. They are physical, hard-nosed, playing football, sort of old-fashioned, sort of late 70s, mid-80s type football team. And, you know, defensive teams aren't used to defensing that kind of offense anymore, and it's tough on them, tough to get ready in a few days to all of a sudden stop about worrying uh, about stopping the passing game all the time and now stop a real solid running game. Mixed with some good play and passing. So it's going to be a very intense, tough football game.
3: You know, Coach, they, they say with Andy Reid, yeah, it's been 15 years. But they said, you know, he's it's amazing how he evolved over those 15 years. He's not the same coach he was 10 years ago. You know, you very similar. You were not the same coach the second time around that you were the first time around. How hard a transition was that for you? Because some guys never evolve, and you know this. And then, you know, they're out of the league, and it's either my way or the highway, and that doesn't always work. But Andy Reid was willing to take a back seat in a lot of things later on, and it seems to have been working for him.
16: Well, I don't think... Andy Reid has given up anything in uh, his profile of a coach that is a negative. If anything, he did like I did. You mature, you become a little more understanding, you become a little more compassionate, you're coaching the same kid today, me 20 years later, him 15 years later, as you were coaching at that time. Our society changes, our culture changes, and some of the changes are really good. Some of them need a little modifying and molding to get him into the kind of team attitude you want him to be in today. And I think that's what Andy's done. You know, I was there three or four weeks ago when they played Denver as a guest with Andy and I it was with the team and all the meetings and it's got to speak to the team and all that kind of stuff. And it's an outstanding group. Andy's done a great job of number one, molding a team together of very talented people that can make big plays. And number two, molding them into an unselfish contributing hardworking group of kids so uh,
2: they're going to be very, very tough to beat. Uh, Coach Dick Vermeel, uh with us. Uh, Coach, I know we have a couple of more minutes. I wanted to ask you about uh, Harold uh, Carmichael. And, you know, a player that I don't think has, you know, really gotten his just due until now. So it's great to see him recognized. And for people that don't realize, from 1971 to 1983, he led the NFL in receptions, uh, retired with the fifth most in league history. Uh, talk to us about um, coaching. Uh, this hall of famer and what it means to see him get recognized for you right now, coach.
16: Well, first off, you know, having coached him for seven years, and then remain living in the community. I see him. I was with him the night before he was announced as a hall of fame player. He came over to support me and my Vermeer wine business. And we have a great friendship, a great mutual respect and trust for each other. He's a great football player. I think Harold is one of the first guys. He's more or less, I call him like the Roger Bannister of the four minute mile. Once Roger broke the four-minute mile, everyone else started doing it. Once they saw Harold Carmichael catch the balls that no one else caught, I called them the uncatchable catches. He made a lot of them. I think he demonstrated to other receivers that they too might be able to do that. So they started expanding their expectations when the ball came to them. You know, and he could catch it in the crowd. He could catch it in the air. He could catch it separating from the defender. He could take it off the ground at six foot eight, and he could leap up at 12 feet high. You know, so he belonged in the Hall of Fame. But his numbers aren't spectacular. You know, in those days, we ran the ball 40 times a game, threw it 25. Now it's the other way around. So a receiver has more opportunities to exploit his own talents, as do you as an offensive football coach. So I think him going in is well deserved. If he were playing today, he would be on a Super Bowl team and helping him win.
2: Uh, Coach Dick Vermeer with us. All right, Coach, so before we get you out of here, fascinating Super Bowl matchup, Kansas City's explosive offense. You know, the history tells us the better defense usually wins the Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, one thing with San Francisco that makes them so dangerous, Coach, and I don't know, like, how much you believe in the numbers of the points per game, but, you know, they generally put up 28, 30 points a game they're capable of getting into the 30s. People think yes. they don't think of San Francisco as being flashy, but at the end of the day, they still got 30 plus points up on on the scoreboard, coach.
16: No question. And they do that and they don't even dominate the clock. They're just very efficient within the offense. They don't run many negative plays. You know, mm-hmm. there's only two ways you can move the ball. Run the ball and throw a completed pass. Okay. <laughs> They run the ball out. They do so often, but most of them are complete. Okay? And most of them are complete. So they're very efficient. And I, I'm anxious to really start studying them as well. Plus, you got to remember, they were in a very, very tough conference, maybe the toughest conference. You know, uh, Seattle's a playoff football team. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Rams were good. They were in the Super Bowl the year before. And then that's, that's six games right there. You know, they play each other twice. And, and for them to win the division dominating uh, like they did uh, the fortunate part for them was last year uh, they weren't very good because of losing the quarterback they only win what four or five games so they when they went out of schedule they got to play the lesser teams but when they played the good teams they beat them so that's that's a real I think uh, evaluation that you can say this is a good football team. coach Dick it's for me a, meal. Be a very well played game.
21: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
4: Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call.
2: yep <laughs> and, so and, true <laughs> and, and it's funny you always hear all oh, players coach players coach and even nfl players don't want a player's coach like they need they know that they need like a guy put it this way like an nfl player won't like to be sort of confronted by a coach but at the same point in time uh an nfl player will know that his teammates need to be He'll be like, these guys are psychos, all right? Like, they need to be held in check. So I totally get the attitude of the New York Giants bringing in this guy, a ball buster. Mm -hmm. Yet, there's a fine line, and it's a very hard line to find between being a good guy to them and having them play hard for you and then having them respect you.
6: A lot of that has to do with winning and credibility, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, So I remember Kyle Turley told me Rex Ryan... When Rex Ryan got hired by the Bills, I said to Kyle, "I'm sure you would like to play for Rex, right? Good guy, big players guy, fun." He said, "Nah." He goes, "That's his problem." He goes, "He's too nice. He's just he's a fan." That's what he told me, Joe. He goes, "Rex Ryan's just a fan of football and wants to be one of the guys." Yeah. And you figure, "Hey, that'd be cool." Right? The coach. And you can't be one of the guys if you're the coach. Yeah, it's no. an NFL locker room. It's basically like a prison yard. Like you got fifty three nut jobs in here. You got a lot of alpha dogs. You got a lot of real like ego testosterone dudes roided, roided up, coked up, cheating on this, doing this and that. If you're mother Teresa, Joe, you're you're gonna end up you know what you're gonna end up like, Joe? The mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns on their Freddie Kitchens. That's correct. That's what yep. you're gonna end up like. All right. Yep. Hey guys, yeah, do what you want. Hey, I'm just out hey guys, I'm your buddy. Yeah, good job, Freddie. How'd that work out for everybody? You're (laughs) out of a job, and you didn't win. Yep. It's true. But I don't know. I don't know if the Joe Judge approach of, like, threatening to murder everyone's going to work either.
9: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes.
12: There's a temporary state of emergency in Virginia where a gun rights rally is set for today in Richmond, the capital city. Activists will protest a series of bills that would tighten gun regulations. The Democratic Governor Ralph Northam's executive order declaring a state of emergency bans all firearms and weapons from the capital's property until tomorrow. And Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax says they don't want a repeat of the 2017 gun rights rally in Charlottesville where a counter-protester was killed.
11: Everyone who comes here uh, looking to peacefully exercise their rights, you know, is welcome, of course, but we do not need any violence. We do not need a reprisal of the failures that we saw in Charlottesville. And so we're doing everything we can. And
12: Ahead of the Senate impeachment trial of President Trump that starts tomorrow, a Gallup poll finds 44% of Americans approve of the job the president's doing. This is USA Radio News. A deadly mass shooting last night outside a bar in Kansas City, Missouri, as people were gathering to celebrate the win by the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC championship game. Police say two people were killed before an armed security guard killed the shooter.
16: Right now we have 15 unidentified people that have shown up at area hospitals around the metro area. Of those right now three are listed in critical
17: condition
12: and two people are dead and five others wounded in a shooting at a san antonio bar last night police there say it happened at about eight at the club near the riverwalk and the suspect is still on the loose it stemmed from a fight that broke out during a concert inside the club Another all-female spacewalk continues at the International Space Station. Astronauts Jessica Meyer and Christina Cook are installing a new set of solar array batteries aboard the International Space Station. Find us online anytime at usaradio.com. USA's Wendy King takes a look at the top movies at the box office over the weekend, and there is a new number one.
11: In these streets I never trusted anybody but you. I'm
16: asking you, man. Bad Boys. One last time.
17: One last time.
18: Will Smith and Martin Lawrence star in the blockbuster hit Bad Boys for Life, bringing in a total weekend gross of $59.2 million. Doctor Doolittle is at number two with Robert Downey Jr. and Antonio Banderas, bringing in twenty-two point five million. Nineteen Seventeen is at number three with twenty-two point one million. Jumanji, the next level, drops down to number four with nine point six million. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker is at number five with eight point four million. Number six, Just Mercy, coming in at six million. Little Women is at number 7 with 5.9 million. Knives Out at number 8 with 4.3 million. Like a Boss is at number 9 with 3.8 million. And still on the charts, Disney's Frozen 2 at number 10 with 3.7 million. I'm Wendy King.
12: And the 49ers defeated the Green Bay Packers last night to win the NFC Championship and head to the Super Bowl to face the Kansas City Chiefs. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
3: Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill.
1: you find out the morning after. Let's
2: do this thing. All right, we're having fun talking about some of these Super Bowl facts. Uh, We'll be waiting for the props to come out. Although, I tell you, normally the props only come out later in the week. Except everything's so quick now, Aaron. They'll be props today. Probably props now, actually.
6: I looked. I didn't see any.
2: Um, any I only they saw, they like, They won't the have any player th- props, but you'll start to get. Nothing specific. You'll start to get the they have the props.
6: anytime touchdown. They have the first touchdown. And they have all the touchdown props out pretty much. They just don't have any of the yardage out yet.
2: So, the, the Super Bowl price is uh, here. Um, as Errol is stating. Basically, yeah, so look. I'm looking at the. All right. Here's the last row in the corner. So basically the worst scene in the house, okay? Last row high corner. Four thousand eight hundred and thirty six dollars. Which is wow. a pocket change to Barstool Bryant. hmm mm-hmm. Um four hundred and thirty six dollars. Plus a lot of service fees. Like that that's gonna turn into like six dimes or something like that. So, you know, I don't think the NFL can pretend that it's for the... Like, is this what we're doing with sports now, though? That the common man is just, no, you can't go to a game? It's like, even, even like, regular season games are like this, where the common person can't and go anymore.
6: This isn't even talking about when you go to the hotels near the stadium, you have oh, to stay God. for a certain amount of days at fixed rate for the Super Bowl. When my dad and I were trying to go to New Orleans Not to go the to the, the Ravens Super no.
2: No, huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guarantee mm-hmm. you. you no, 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 I guarantee you right now, La like seven hundred dollars a night that weekend in Miami. I, I would love oh, to look absolutely. it up. I can't even imagine. I'll, I'll look, I'll look, up yeah. right now. Let's because look at hotel. when are going to be all sold out. Even
6: when my dad and you I went to look to hotel. go to New Orleans for the last Niners Super Bowl, you had to stay in a hotel for five nights within the hour or hour and a wow. half of the stadium. You have to stay five nights and it has a connecting flight to get to New Orleans.
2: That's crazy. That'd be a, yeah.
6: Yeah, Airbnbs will do well.
2: I'll sleep in a park. Miami, hang
3: on a beach. <laughs> You're good, exactly. Not
2: bad to be homeless down here. Uh, yep. Going to uh to Miami. One of my chat Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check in.
3: Today's Super Bowl week. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but well, we need to figure out how we're gonna pay for it all. Discover student loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn rewards if I get grades.
21: Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great grade. Fucking so just chill. College kids say that, right? No one says that, Dad.
15: Slash higher. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source visits.
0: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European on-drive tour champion. 2017, world number one. Me, personally, I keep my game face on me all the time.
1: Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course your story. Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's
0: face
16: it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this?
5: Low-cost airlines.
16: With one call to low-cost airlines. Drastically slash travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your fitness stations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So wait, call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-230-8145. 800-230-8145.
4: 800 230 8145. Again, that's 800 230 8145.
1: Game time decisions.
2: Remember Catello, the pasta company? They that big blue. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on that crap. Day. Yeah, Catelli, yeah. Anyway. That's the worst tomato sauce tomato 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 in the world. It tastes, tomato in tomato <laughs> it tastes like tin. It tastes like the cans. You gotta get this stuff, in, and it's gotta be in the glass bottle. You get it in the tin, yeah, like it's like. Possible. I don't like beer in cans either, though, Cam. Like, I, I prefer to ball. I'm finding tasty aluminum.
1: Weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on FTY Radio and on a Sport Grid Network. All
2: right, we appreciate you joining us with whatever platform you're joining us uh, here this morning. The show's actually flown by uh, today. For Scotty Farrell joining the grid, we look forward to that. We'll have some new programming uh, coming in a couple of weeks. You're going to be shaking things up really uh here. Shake it up. Uh, so Farrell is going to be laying it down. We're going to be laying it down. It's going to be, uh, you know, some little different hours and stuff. But uh, more is more, right? So uh, more talent, uh, more people tuning in, the more uh, the better uh, for everybody. So we look forward to Scotty Farrell. Um and his debut here on Sports Grid. We got Super Bowl uh, coming up. We got March Madness around the corner. We got a full slate of NBA basketball today as well. But let me just check in a FanDuel uh, right now. So we've established it's five thousand uh, dollars for the ticket to get in. What's the um, What's the uh, the most that you would pay? What's the most you've ever paid for a ticket before? And not your, uh, not your grandfather, or your anyone else. What's the most you have paid?
6: Um, honestly, the first time I probably paid for myself to go to a high stakes game was this year with the Yankees in the playoffs, yeah. and I paid one hundred twenty bucks. Just in neighbor deck.
2: You really are like a little princess. Like, uh, she's really lived a sheltered life, Joe, hasn't she? <laughs> I like Like when I asked bucks, her if or she's, or she's ever, ever done cocaine <laughs> before. Yeah. Like I actually believe oh. her. She looked horrified. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like if I would have looked over and asked Terpico, "Have you done cocaine yeah. before?" She would have like said out loud, "Like, what do you mean? Like, like this morning, last night?" Like, <laughs> she would have answered like an NHL, like NHL. Do you guys <laughs> use cocaine? Um, like, do you mean a lot? Like what do you mean <laughs> by <laughs> use? Like <laughs> <laughs> you mean before this interview? I or... like everyone in the NHL was yeah. like, "Wow." And, he, you know, you sort of see it around a bit, like. Oh,
3: I love it. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I actually believe her. Like, uh, I actually believe.
6: Yeah.
2: What? Uh, I <laughs> believe that you haven't done cocaine. Oh, yeah, no. Um, yeah. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Neither have I.
6: Um, <laughs> but I have sat in good seats before. I just didn't pay for them. I don't
2: know how much they were. Yeah, sure. <laughs> What's the most you've ever paid, Joe, for a
3: sporting event? Uh, 1,500, I think it was. Right around 1,500 bucks. For what? World Series. Down here in Miami when the Yankees played.
2: 1,500 is yeah, uh, is about, uh, it was a little less for me, actually. It was the Raptors was the most I spent. Although, that's the most I spent a bunch of times, actually. But, uh, was in that ballpark, too. It was like, um... It was $1,600, mm-hmm. 1400 or 1500 1600 something like that. That was for game five of the NBA finals, in which I thought they were going to win. And honestly, like, I, it was one of those deals where I wanted to be there no matter what. Yeah. Yet, it was getting close to the cutoff of what I was going to pay. It's not to mention hotel, travel, I had to, you know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. turned into, like, it turned into, like, $3,000, to be honest. I do party hard, you know what I mean? Um, but it turned in, it was a lot of money for a one-night basketball game. I'll put it that way. Right. That that they didn't win. <laughs> like, man, was I upset <laughs> after that game. Like Damn it. I actually <laughs> calmed down. Like, I didn't snap. I actually stopped some guy. Some guy was flipping out on the street. He was breaking his hand. His father couldn't stop him. I was like, yo, kid, we're not done yet. There's two more games. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're going to win. Just calm down. But then I went back to my hotel, and I went to cry. Joe was sitting there. Oh. I'm, like, I'm like, God, was I mad? Oh, I was pissed, man. Um, I was like, I can't believe I spent all this money, and they lost. And I was like, they're going to choke. I got worried they were going to choke. Remember, Joe? I was in panic mode yep. after I was like, Bastards. oh, we're done. We're going to lose in Oakland. We're going to come back and choke in Game 7. I can't afford to go to Game 7. because, yep. uh, Yeah, basically that was my cutoff. And even then, like, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't have it. That's the problem. Like, I actually could afford $1,500. Yeah. $1,500 isn't something that's like I physically don't have it. I got to tell you, Joe, like, if the Buffalo Bills make the Super Bowl, let's say in three years and it's in Las Vegas – I won't have ten thousand dollars to get in.
6: That would be your luck yeah. that the Bills right. would make it to the Super Bowl the year that they go to Vegas.
2: I know if you're right, it'll be like <laughs> That's the gonna most be like what game.
6: happens. Yeah,
2: that's Start correct. saving. <laughs> no, you know what? Buffalo Bill tickets would be the most expensive ever.
6: Oh yeah, they're gonna travel crazy. Like the better like the crazy. team,
2: the less mm-hmm. the, the it's worth. Ariel. Yeah. Like You've the been New there. England Patriots is a killer for ticket brokers. If you think about it, Joe, and think about Ariel, if you're a Patriot fan. Mm-hmm. They were in nine Super Bowls. Yeah? Right? Nine. Mm-hmm. You've already done it. Right? You've already you've already done the bucket list. Yeah, I saw them in the Super Bowl and it cost me eight thousand dollars. It's not like, like
6: you go into it saying I don't know the next time this is gonna exactly. happen. Exactly.
2: Like if you're if you're a Buffalo Bill fan, it's like
6: You don't know. This could be it.
2: Exactly. if you're imagine a Cleveland Browns made the Super Bowl.
6: And imagine you say Imagine or yeah. I
2: should say Imagine the can City see the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, and you can charge people five thousand dollars for the last row. Yeah, like how much are good tickets here, Earl?
6: Like, let me see. I'm saying they're about eleven thousand dollars. Oh my
2: God! No, 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 no. No, wow. that's the
6: that's the room I was talking All right, here about. Here you
2: go, Joe. Yeah, here's your seventy-two uh, club. I know that place. Yeah. Uh,
6: the seventy-two club was like thirty thousand dollars.
2: Thirty-two thousand.
6: And next to it, it's eleven thousand.
2: Let's see. I want to see what's the fifty-yard line. Not bad, actually. Thirteen nine. What do you get oh. for the thirty-two in the uh, the seventy-two club? Is the, are the ladies that pleasured uh, Robert Kraft there? Is that included?
19: Uh, all you the, can eat buffet,
2: complimentary uh, yeah. champagne, and mm-hmm. uh, full service massage in the back room. Yep. because like, I yep. tell you, for thirty-two k, I better be getting more than all I can drink.
3: Cause even yeah, though I'm a
2: lush, I can't drink thirty-two thousand dollars <laughs> worth of booze. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I, I yeah. can, but I'll get kicked out.
6: <laughs> that's true. That's your problem. You have to make sure you're on your best behavior because if you get kicked out after spending all that money, you're gonna be really pissed.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust I, me, I man. can assure you. Most of those people in the thirty-two, in the uh, in the seventy-two club, uh, have never watched a forty-nine er or a uh, or a. <laughs> Or a Chiefs game all year, I can assure you of that. I want to see what do I get in the seventy-two club. Let's look this up.
2: I need to know what am what am I getting in the seventy-two club?
15: You get to I got to say you were in cocaine, the seventy-two like, club.
2: I better yeah. get seven point two grams of fine Colombian rock, Joe, yeah. Yeah. in Miami. Have an, uh, yeah, um, an yeah the Smith cast, buffet. like yeah, yep. yeah, like the mm-hmm. Bang Brothers cast better be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you, yep. you know, you know, you keep talking here. What are you throwing in? I got a Super yep. Bowl ticket. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do i exactly <laughs> Super Bowl ticket, what else do i quarter ounce, a
2: yeah. premium blow
3: yeah.
2: what else do i get
3: top shelf better be i, top I want shelf. a
2: helicopter ride from my hotel skip right. the traffic <laughs> right for 32k that better be included like i want to see what do i get for this 32k 72 club i miami. was
6: willing to pay a few thousand dollars though to go watch the ravens in miami because i would have just camped out at someone's house
2: Mm. It's not even that nice. The 72 Club. It's like a suite. All right. What do I get? 72 Club premium seating experience to another level. It's the most luxurious seating experience all of South Florida entertainment. Yeah, well, it's not
3: saying much actually, guys. You have like four people at your like. <laughs> yeah. It's to say that you're in the uh, 72 Club more than anything. Premium all-inclusive food and beverage. Includes hope beer, so. wine, and spirits. Yeah, for 32k. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Complimentary in-seat service. So what? I get a seat. You, <laughs> you get, do a seat? get a seat. <laughs> I don't have to stand for the thanks for the 32k. Nope. VIP express lane to Zoom you in and out of the game quicker than ever before. That's correct. 11 11 inches more leg leg room. and eight inch wider seats. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Ah.
6: You paid for a bigger seat.
2: Scam scam. How much they charge for this for Dolphin Games? They can't charge a lot. I'm seeing here. So here it is. It's like, yeah, it's like movie theater seats and stuff. Wonderful. Those are going to be for sponsors. That'll be like the State Farm row. All those like Jake from State Farm guys and stuff, like you know with my
3: homes. I actually have a, a video when we come back of a big tour of it. A video tour. Okay, perfect. 30, now I'm going to be hooked. Yes. Yep.
2: Want to see, like, prices for the Your hotel should
6: be included in that.
3: No, 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 no.
4: It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family.
9: products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
3: Right, guys pga tour is in uh is in full swing here and if you'd like to be the next daily fantasy golf legend then it's time for you to go to green with DailyRoto.com because for a limited time you can get free access to daily roto's pga dfs products those include fantasy projections powered by data golf the PGA betting tools, and, of course, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. So don't lay up this golf season. Go to the green, or go for the green, rather, with DailyRoto. Head over to DailyRoto.com. The promo code is GREEN. That'll give you access to a free seven-day golf membership. That is DailyRoto.com. Promo code GREEN, and that will start your free trial. And remember, DailyRoto.com, it's where millionaires are made.
2: All right, you know what? Uh, we're going to give our first Super Bowl pick uh, here right now. We're feeling, right. Like, uh, we're feeling generous. Our first Super Bowl bet. I will take. Uh-oh. We'll take heads in the Super Bowl 54 coin toss. Nice. Um, Are you taking heads? But
6: is there a trend?
2: Um. Well, you know what? Tails has been crushing it. One, two, three, four, five, six. Tails has cashed five in the last six times. All right, here's the uh, VIP parking experience.
6: All right, let's give some play-by-play here. So there's a blonde girl who looks like it should be me walking into the club.
2: Got some art. There's There's some stale oysters.
6: Lobster, I think. Big seats that look like a movie theater. A TV screen in front of it because, you know, your seat's not good enough. It's sort of like a summer deck. Your seat's not good enough. You have to have a TV. You can see the halftime show, it hopefully faces you. See,
2: like that's the thing, like you should get a lap dance for thirty two K if I get you get a lap dance from uh, Shakira.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: you know, they they throw the throw that in there.
3: Ah, that doesn't make me want to spend thirty-two k. Imagine you get the VIP sh- parking experience. You that's get the bl- you know important. you get the valet. You get your private entrance. Number one,
2: they're full of it, Joe. You're not going to be able to
3: park within six miles of that. Well, no, the that
2: thing
6: that they're set. full that's of. For is, the
3: dolphin games. The normally. thing
6: that's full <laughs> of is Brand that eggs. these people that are sitting in these seats are for sure not driving. They have a driver. Yeah,
3: that's correct. And yeah. look at that. They give you tablets uh, there along with the seating. Or you get a phone charger,
6: an outlet right you next get a to your
3: TV. phone. Yep, you get a TV. No, it is a pretty nope. cool. It looks like it's like a Vegas cabana. Yeah, those are you not bad. Yeah. yeah. And you do get access to the actual field for the halftime and after game aftertime, after party. So
2: oh, you're one of the fans is standing on the on the grass there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'll pass on that. Thirty two thousand, baby. All the oysters you can eat. I haven't seen a halftime show in like since Janet Jackson flashed everybody. But listen to this, it's crazy last year it was tails year before it was heads Before that tails 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 yeah before that five years in a row of heads
6: is there a trend with vinovich does he flip a coin more in a certain
2: direction it's a good question actually as far as over-unders with vinovich listen there's been complaints about the refereeing obviously i get it look i went on 2 yesterday with the sides I did all right with the props. I didn't get masked. I didn't win money yesterday, but I didn't get killed. But there were some bad calls, yet nothing egregious that you could say cost anybody anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tennessee was definitely not the team that was getting calls in that game. But Mm -hmm. they still hit a wall anyways. I'm not stating that Tennessee got screwed out of a win or anything like that. So, uh, the reffing wasn't great, though. Today
6: marks one year since the Rams' P.I. Yeah, call.
2: Is it that the, was, the yeah. year anniversary? Yep. Yeah, Wetzel thinks it was a good non-call. It's the Saints. Um, So, Bill Vinovich is the referee of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And anybody that pays attention and knows referees knows Bill Vinovich is known in a National Football League for not calling penalties.
6: Michael Thomas tweeted about
2: that. Yeah, what did he say? He goes, "This guy doesn't even bring flags to the game."
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's great.
2: <laughs> he was like Vinovich. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't even bring flags. So it's oh, it, awesome. It is true, like Vinovich. But it's funny because you always hear, what do you always hear players want to say? Let yeah. the players decide the game. Yep. So now you give Vinovich the referee. I'm not complaining about Vinovich. Like Vinovich than Clemente, or like <laughs> Walt Coleman or Walt Anderson. Like, at least, like, Vinovich, he doesn't call much. It's got to be real. With the thing with him, he might step up and randomly get you. I'm not saying Vinovich is good. I'm just saying he doesn't call much. <laughs> I think it was good. Let's bring in Howard Bender, who is good. Howard Bender. Can you catch up, to Howard? You know what I am mean? doing great. How are you guys doing, today? Good stuff. Good stuff. So I could better, but you know, I'm, I'm alive, so that's not bad.
13: Uh, I, didn't, I didn't do too well either this past week, Gabe. I had I had the Niners and given the points and then every other bet I lost. Yeah, I
2: was on uh I had a teaser with the Green Bay Packers plus fourteen and a half. Late in that game, they cut the lead to fourteen, Howard. I thought I can get a nice little uh, backdoor uh <laughs> teaser cover. One thing I will pat myself on the back with though yesterday was one of my nice bets, and I did a video for FanDuel and I gave it as a best bet. Jimmy Garoppolo under thirty one and a half. Now, uh, pass attempts. Now, I look like a genius now, but I got to tell you, there was no one giving that. Like, it's not like people were like, oh, yeah, I take the pass attempt prop. I freaking knew. If Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing the ball 32 times, San Francisco's in trouble in a football game. But holy crap, man. I took Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFL playoff challenge, Howard. You know the format?
13: Right, yeah, absolutely.
2: I knew, I'm like, <laughs> well, listen, he's not a fantasy stud, but he's going to go to the Super Bowl. I'm thinking outside the box here. Yeah, good for me, Howard. He made the Super Bowl. The guy gets three fantasy points a game.
13: <laughs> yeah, that was a, you know, it was a very Tannehill-like performance here for Jimmy G, but you're you're completely right. I mean, if Jimmy's throwing 30-plus times in a game, then that means the ground game's not working, and that was the way to beat the, uh, the Packers. We knew that coming in. You know, we knew that we were going to see some sort of a rotation of running backs. We knew Peterson was going to do that. One of the things that I had said before the game and, and throughout the week was, you know, there's a big stage for Jimmy Garoppolo right now. And, you know, the, kind of the pressure's been off him for a little bit throughout the season. You know, nobody's really been, you know, digging in on him saying, you know, if Jimmy doesn't do it, then the Niners are going nowhere. We've really seen this offense step up in a much more balanced sense. Um, You know, when Kittle and Debo Samuel have done the job that they're supposed to do, that's great and that's working. But if you don't have that supportive ground game, if you don't have the, uh, you know, the the ability to throw play action at the uh, at the opponent, then San Francisco definitely struggles a little bit. So I think, you know, you you were great with that prop bet. I think it was it was the right one to do. Um, I was surprised that it was that, that high, actually.
2: Yeah, me too. I lost to Kendrick Bourne over nineteen and a half yards uh, receiving though, because of the lack of action. So the the is starting to leak some numbers out here right now. We got a point spread obviously for the game one and a half, money line one twenty two, total fifty three and a half. Um, they do have the anytime touchdown score prop up right now, and I got to be honest, I was surprised to see Mostert's not more minus money. He's minus one twenty five. He was a touchdown machine down the stretch of the regular season as well, Howard, but. Holy crap, man. Terry Bradshaw said, I never heard of you before. I didn't even know who you were. I thought you were Mozart. (laughs) Uh, People know him now. Was that an anomaly? Because I tell you, Drew Dickmeyer joined us on Friday, and he said, what did he say? He said, said, last week, everybody was on, uh, you know, he said, you never know. Last week, Coleman got the touchdowns. I'm going to go with Brita and Mostert this week just to shake it up. So what do you think, Howard? Is, is it Matt Breen his time in the Super Bowl almost? Like, it's amazing how they just, you know, I know he got hurt, but it's amazing how they just plug these guys in, and there's no guarantee Mostert has a massive Super Bowl, but you got to believe he scores a touchdown.
13: I kind of do. I mean, listen, I, you know, Dick Meyer was, uh, was definitely right. I said the same thing over at Fantasy Alarm throughout the week. You know, people forget that there was a calf injury that, that cropped up. He had some cramping during pregame warmups. Mostert, that is. Um, so he had some pregame cramping that that cropped up, which is why Tevin Coleman started getting the ball. They tried to incorporate Mostert throughout the game, and you did see him there in the second half. Um, and listen, I mean, he's just he's got an explosive burst of speed and can press through that line and shed tackles much better than Tevin Coleman can do. Um, you know, that's something that we saw. It was a shortcoming of Coleman's when he was with. Uh, Atlanta, which is why he became the, more of that secondary back behind Devonta Freeman. So when he got the opportunity, yeah. But coming into this week, Mostert has been Shanahan's guy over the last several weeks of the season. There was really no other reason to think that he wouldn't go back to him and give him another shot. I had it in the uh, you know in the playbook and in all the content over at Fantasy Alarm that. Most are based on this pricing also, which was unbelievable. It was like 5,300 on DK or something insane like that. I think that was, you know, that was definitely the play to make. And I had no problem seeing him being the primary ball carrier. And I think going in against Kansas City again in the Super Bowl, you have to stick with that same game plan. Can you mix in Breida? Sure. I mean, I don't know why you would. I mean, he's a small mini pass catching back who – You know, if if they fall behind, maybe he gets a couple of extra looks here and there. But I think it goes Mostert, Coleman, Breida, as far as the pecking order for carries go, uh, coming up against Kansas City, who also really sold out to stop the run. I think that, uh, you know, this is where I give San Francisco a little bit of that edge. I think that based on Kittle, Debo Samuel, Emmanuel, I think it's a a little better than what they've uh, been pushing there in Tennessee as far as a passing game goes. So I think that's the way it goes for the ground and that's going to open things up for the pass more.
6: The two plus touchdown prop has been hitting a lot in these games in the playoffs. If you had to pick one player, who would you say is the best bet to score two or more touchdowns?
13: The best bet to score two or more touchdowns this week uh, for the super bowl. I'm going to probably put it at uh, at Travis Kelsey. I really think that he's going to be a guy. Plus 650. It kind of makes sense. They had to lay off of Kelsey. You know, we've seen a, a lot of things, especially when San Francisco goes to to commit, you know, Quan Alexander in the middle and he's more into, uh, stuffing the run. And I think that's what's going to end up happening, is I think that they're going to try and lure Quan Alexander in a little further. They're going to get uh, D Ford to commit a little bit faster uh, for Kansas City. And that's going to enable them to hit Kelsey for two plus touchdowns. Who would have
2: imagined, man, that George Kittle would have four catches for 35 yards? If you would have said, yeah, Kittle's got four catches 35 yards and Garoppolo completed six passes. Yeah, they're not in the Super Bowl. Fantasy alarm. Sound the alarm. Get ready for the Super Bowl. Thank you, Howard. Let's do it again before the big game. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Davis
14: Maddock next. Hi, I'm Keith Evans.
5: You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now. And save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now.
4: 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. That's 800-814-5188. Packages start at $39.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. You can now get Vivint's award-winning smart home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News & World Report has recognized Vivint as the top home security system of 2019. Calling the Vivint system the best for a complete package of home security? and automation the best pro installed home security system and the best home security system with cameras and right now you can get vivant's best home security and smart technology for about a dollar a day plus get free professional installation protect your home and loved ones for as little as a dollar a day call right now for your home security consultation call 800-282-5112 800-282-5112 that's
2: 800-282-5112 All right, this show's just flown by here this morning. Thanks to head coach Dick Vermeil for uh, joining us. Coach Vermeil, class act, nice guy. Howard Bender, also a very nice guy, stepped up and in. And now Davis Maddock uh, joins us on short notice, and we appreciate it on this Martin Luther King Day. We're talking NFL football, but, of course, um, I know. You know what? I think I'll put together a DFS lineup after talking with Davis right now, but I also know I'll be betting this afternoon, uh, Slate, and I like to bet on props, and I like to correlate. Um, You know, the DFS and mix sort of the props, because if you're going to do well in fantasy, you could do well in props, Davis. Always a pleasure, man. How you doing this morning?
20: You know, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty great. Great weekend of betting on games for me. Got a ton of Kansas City Chiefs futures from the preseason, uh, from bring, during the regular season, and at the beginning of the playoffs. Had them also to win the AFC. So I'm, I'm riding high. I'm feeling very good right now. So you got me in a very good mood. Yeah, you
2: really are. Like compared to me, Joe, and Ariel. Listen to this guy. Seems to be a common theme. Mm. Like everyone that's like not in New York City seems to be happier, Ariel so. It's a great city here, but time, guys, life's great. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah, shut up. It's really cold uh, today. Yeah, too, exactly. You know? um, all right, Dave, so what's your early impression here of the Super Bowl? And we're still waiting for props to come out right now. We were just talking with Howard Bender, sort of about the matchups. And, you know, Mostert, there's a touchdown prop up right now. Anytime touchdown prop for Mostert in the Super Bowl, minus 125. Kansas' defense has been decent, but you know, it's hard to believe that this kid's not going to get into the end zone uh, once again in this game. I'm surprised, and I'm sure you know this too, guys, and Davis, Joe Ariel. thing is, Davis, you could usually bet the, the MVP of the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, if I like the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Foles is going to have to play well in the game. Like, basically, quarterbacks are the MVP like eight out of ten times, nine out of the last ten years, etc., so you can get the the MVP odds. I did it with the Raptors. I got Kawhi to win the MVP at plus 300, which is bigger than the plus 240 the Raptors were at, et cetera. But, Davis, this year I'm looking at it. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Mostert. You know, if, if San Francisco wins, it's very difficult to predict who the MVP is going to be. In the same sense, it's difficult to predict what they're going to do from a fantasy perspective.
20: Well, I actually think that if you were just looking to make San Francisco 49ers MVP bets, I think you could actually wager on a defensive player, because the you know the most likely yep. formula for San Francisco winning here, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Mostert and Matt Breida and Kyle Juszczyk, they're all going to have to have you know good, useful games. I think pretty clearly Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to have, um, maybe not a great game, but definitely a game with like a lack of turnovers. But I would imagine the way Kyle Shanahan is going to draw things up, I mean, he's going want to win this game 17 to 10 he doesn't want to get in a shootout with Patrick Mahomes he doesn't want to give Patrick Mahomes you know running lanes which is really something he's been doing in these last two games so I, I think if I was wagering on MVP I would either just bet Mahomes at whatever the price is you know I think Mahomes is probably a fair price all the way up to even money especially if you're someone who already is wagering on Kansas City at minus one and a half or a minus 120 on the money line. Well, you
2: get Mahomes and, at plus 140 in that range, exactly. So if you like Kansas yeah, I mean, City on the money line, you might as well take Mahomes.
20: Yeah, that, I mean, I, I think that those are, you know, those are very good correlated wagers because I can't see Damian Williams winning it. You know, maybe I, I think the one way you could lose if you had a Chiefs ticket and you were also betting on MVP is if Travis Kelsey has another absurd, uh, you know, three touchdown game.
2: Or if some reason Tyreek Hill returned a punt for a touchdown too, right? He caught one, he returned one. But don't forget, the media don't like him. And that comes into play too. He's not a good guy. Right, and immediate, like Mahomes is like the Curry of the, of the NFL, right? He's a nice guy if they, they win. so Something to think about, guys. But San Francisco becomes tricky, and great point by you, Davis. Hey, maybe if Bosa went off and had three sacks in a game, right? You know, maybe the media would, would lean his way. Uh, but um, I don't know if you guys, Ariel or Joe, have uh, any football questions you want to throw at the Davis. If not, we'll jump into the NBA DFS.
6: I'm good on football. I was going to jump into NBA DFS for now because we don't really have a lot of props to work with and we'll see how things transpire. It's two weeks away with the NBA right now. I'm seeing the total at two thirty three and a half for the Pistons Wizards game. You always know that the Wizards games will be high scoring Pelicans Grizzlies also high up there. Anyone anyone uh, game in particular you're looking at today to stack in NBA DFS.
20: Well, that uh, that Detroit Washington game is super interesting because Bradley Beal is pretty much at the cheapest price point on DraftKings that he's been all year. Uh, he's priced at 7300. Before he got hurt, he was routinely like close to like 10,000, you know, 9500. It was the most expensive he'd, he'd ever been in his entire NBA career and he's been on limited minutes since he returned from injury 23, 27 and 27 minutes in his three games after. Uh, I believe I think it was a cap injury that he was out with so he is uh, a really interesting guy from that Detroit Washington game but to me I think the I think the game stack of the early nine game slate it's got to be New Orleans and uh, the Memphis Grizzlies and this game is taking place in Memphis but both of those teams are super like like fast-paced teams the total for that game is 239 and a half Memphis is only favored by two and a half points. Drew Holiday's is probably not playing in this game, so that kind of you know makes the rotation a little bit tighter for New Orleans, so we always love to play guys uh, from a little bit tighter rotation teams. And the interesting thing about Memphis, though, is n- people only play John Morant. No one ever plays Jaron Jackson. No one ever plays Brandon Clark. Interesting, like, yeah. We're look- yeah, we're, we're looking at a game where the- this total is highest of the slate. Uh, we're looking at a game... Where we expect it to be competitive, and you're going to get single-digit ownership on Jay Crowder, Brandon Clark, De'Anthony Melton, and those guys.
2: Davis Maddock with us, Joe?
3: Yeah, you know, I'm looking at, uh, I'm interesting uh, here in my neck of the woods with this Miami Heat game tonight, welcoming in Sacramento, Miami coming off of that uh, that loss at San Antonio yesterday. Um, you know, I you, you gotta figure this should be right the best home record in uh, the NBA.
20: This should be an easy victory for Miami. Any possible stack combos there? So I I completely agree this is going to be a I I think probably a pretty easy game for Miami. It's a, it's a West Coast team traveling east. So uh you know if if you guys are like me and you're and you are super sensitive to uh to time zone changes. I I absolutely hate the time zone that you guys are in. Mm-hmm. Uh East Coast time always messes me up and uh you know the Kings <laughs> they're gonna, they're going to be dealing with that. They're also going to be dealing with, uh, you know, they just had a trade in their rotation. So they just lost Trevor Ariza from their rotation. Marvin Bagley is probably not going to play. He has to come out of the Kings last game, uh, kind of in, in blowout time with a foot injury. Rashawn Holmes is not playing. So, you know, I I actually think, uh, you know, for fantasy, this game might not be super interesting because, you know, it's just hard to project full minutes for these guys. But, uh, you know, just like adding the Miami money line into uh, some parlays today, I actually do really like. Like, for example, if you're trying to get better prices on some of these early Super Bowl props, I kind of like parlaying them with the Miami money line.
2: Uh, We have Mm. a big game in Brooklyn this afternoon. Uh, I You know, I like the Nets' makeup uh, last year. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I knew, was going to be a ne- have a negative impact on this team. And I think Kevin Durant will as well. Kevin Durant doesn't care about Brooklyn. He doesn't care about the Brooklyn Nets. He's just a weirdo that wanted to act weird and get money. Um, and, you know, we'll see, see where this franchise goes. But without being stated, Kyrie Irving's prop is 22.5 points today. I see that the optimizer likes Kyrie a lot. So I wanted your take on Kyrie. Do you think he goes off? Uh, in this game, and DeMar DeRozan, Davis is one of the best bets in the NBA, bro. It was 12 straight games he went over his point total. They set it at like 19-and-a-half, 20-and-a-half, 21-and-a-half, 22-and-a-half, 23-and-a-half, 24-and-a-half. He kept going over. He finally didn't get there yesterday, and the Spurs are right back at it tonight against Phoenix, And that seems like a game that there could be some opportunity for props and for the DFS players. So what's your take on Kyrie today, and what's your take on DeMar DeRozan later?
20: Well, really interesting on DeMar DeRozan, because I think you just highlighted a great point as to why the player prop market is just going to be so profitable over the long run, and it's because the books do not have a ton of incentive to really monitor, you know, micro changes in teams' rotations. So something we saw is that on December 23rd, LaMarcus Aldridge, just out of nowhere, decided to start taking three-point shots. And with him, you know, just creating more space, that's been the number one biggest great thing for DeMar DeRozan instead of LaMarcus Aldridge standing you know in the dunker spot waiting to to post up the lane is empty the lane is free for DeMar DeRozan and you know the the, the FanDuel sportsbook the DraftKings sportsbook that you know they they have a million other things that they are trying to juggle as opposed to yep. just getting the DeMar DeRozan point prop right and you know it's not like you can you can't get five thousand dollars that's a two hundred dollar limit
2: now at FanDuel it was five they yeah. lowered it to two Davis because they were getting beat <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly
20: cuz because because there just are too many I mean imagine trying to look around the NBA and yeah, be like yeah, okay can. I got to monitor every freaking rotation and make sure that all of these points are exactly accurate it just it would be impossible to set up exactly perfectly and that's why you know we talk so much about betting player props and DeMar is a great example of that the team context changed but the way that the books were setting his props did not uh on, on Kyrie though I I am I'm just not a Kyrie guy. I, I I really don't like to bet his overs because I I think that he's just a really unpredictable player game to game, and it seems like they might be monitoring his minutes just a little bit, particularly on uh, on back to back sorts of situations. So I I mean it is a great matchup in the context of you know getting to play the 76ers without Joel, Joel Embiid, you know probably the best defensive player in the NBA. But uh, I I just I just like. I don't really like Kyrie, so I never bet his props.
2: He's too moody, too. You're right. If he's in a bad mood, like, it's not, it's not like he's just a normal player. He's up and down and all over the place. Uh, sorry, Joe, jump in. I want to squeeze Bob in after we let Davis go. But it's quickly on uh, Derrick Rose, playing some great basketball. I love the revival of his career right now, Davis. But, man, the books are on to him. 22 and a half is his prop today.
20: Yeah, there is. There's like there really has not been profit potential in uh, Derrick Rose. Uh, player props since the beginning of the year and uh when when it used to be good was when the books had not caught on to the fact that he was starting the second half so what what happens now is he starts the second half for whether it be bruce brown or uh svima he'll he'll start the second half for either one of those guys and you know that adds another five six minutes to his rotations and for the first two weeks that that was happening that was not getting priced in at all to his props
2: Davis dot DailyRoto.com. Check it out. And, of course, you know he's already beginning work on the Super Bowl. Full slate of NBA basketball uh, today. Thanks for the time, uh, Davis. Good luck. Congratulations on a good weekend this weekend for you.
20: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's make sure to get those Chiefs futures in.
2: All right. So um, do we have time? Yeah, we got time for Bob. Bob can say uh, hello. Um, hello to his future wife, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs., Mrs. Bob in Vermont. <laughs> Mrs. Bob. Mrs. Bob. How you doing, Bob?
14: <laughs> I Ariel, no, how are you guys doing today? Until things. you
2: convert, until you're a Jew, you don't have a chance, Not yet, right?
14: Soon. Yeah, yeah, soon.
2: Yeah. We're gonna she give you. A, we're gonna nice
14: give today, you. You always looks nice. Oh, we're gonna you, give Bob. you a
2: Hebrew test later in the week. <laughs>
14: Hebrew test. Well, why are we laugh Hebrew.
2: He's gonna I'll have to go
14: speak Hebrew. He's telling you you're. The pet. cheese going
6: to with
2: the, chi- the Chiefs <laughs> are gonna beat the uh, 49ers. I'm going 31-17. 31-17. Chiefs over the 49ers. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, right,
14: Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the 49ers are gonna do anything. That okay. guy can't pass. Yeah. He's not gonna do anything.
2: Um.
14: No, he's not. Uh, they're a pretty good football team. And Kansas City has a better defense.
2: Who? They don't have a better defense. <laughs> yeah, San what
14: Francisco. did he do yesterday? He did nothing. He didn't have
2: to do anything. He did nothing. You didn't have to. Yes. That's how good they are.
14: So, wait until he gets a better defense yeah, take note. than the uh, Green Bay Packers. What's going to happen then?
2: Are you going to lunch today? Are you going to work today, Bob?
14: Hey, yeah, I got
2: lunch. You cut me it? off. What's the lunch? Okay, you... Well, I gotta tell you, but. Watch the lunch! (laughs) You're cutting me off! I'm not, you've had 30 seconds! Come on, watch the the lunch!
0: (laughs) Imagine this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money.
17: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
22: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
17: Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using it. I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I
22: just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help, people who have felt your pain.
4: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
10: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California
2: know who does this song, right? Who
6: does this song?
2: Kind of, you know, it was kind of popular.
6: I could have been really bad at this trivia.
3: I know
2: who it is you tell me. Oh, God. Kind of a... It's like not knowing Stairway to Heaven, which she... Actually, she would not know Stairway to Heaven. Stair- no. To no. Heaven. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. It was Nirvana.
2: Nirvana, okay. yeah. You're a millennia. You figure you would know Nirvana. But too, no, I too, do know Too them. old for you?
6: No, I know them. I'm just really bad at matching songs with, like, artists.
2: Um, I felt bad, actually, that we got Bob uh, out there. Uh, we didn't get to Bob's lunch. He kept saying I was cutting him off. I wasn't cutting him off because the music was playing. Bob, yeah, we love you, Bob. You need to understand, you don't always have five minutes, Bob, or ten minutes here, all right? Uh, you got to be bang, bang. But uh, Bob Bob is with us because we need to know what's for lunch. So, what's for lunch, Bob? Hey, hey, Gabe.
1: So, for lunch at the senior home today, it's brown turkey. Uh, it's Ooh. turkey from Thanksgiving, circa 1946.
7: Oh. <laughs> okay. So, it's
1: vintage. Uh, there's some brown gravy. I made it myself,
19: I oh, homemade. made it from oh, a yeah. jar
1: in my basement. Mm. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, mm. I can't tell you uh, what's in it, because the FDA might be uh,
7: <laughs> coming
1: after me. And mm. then for dessert, uh, it's a brownie, and it's also homemade. Oh, great. Mm. Do you want right. to know how I made it, Ariel? Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't
6: tell you.
2: you got to go to his house for dinner to find out. Yeah, yeah.
6: Um. No, we were ordering pizzas.
2: Wow! Thank you, thanks, Bob. I'm have ordering a kosher pizza for you, Ariel.
6: Oh, thanks very, so much! Very
3: Bob. Hebrew of you, Bob. Very Hebrew of you.
2: Thank you very much.
6: Uh... <laughs> could me a nice kosher <laughs> meal. Oh
2: God! <laughs> thank, thank, you very much, uh, Bob. You have a good day at the at uh, the senior home. Where mm-hmm. to deliver, Bob? I didn't realize Bob was making his own gravy.
6: Yeah, it must be delicious.
2: Mm. Seasoned. Uh, uh, well, was I was going to say, you know. What's the secret ingredient? Seasoned. Seasoned. (laughs) Everything's seasoned. The brownie. Seasoned. Um, You know what? I don't like Kyrie Irving either, but he's going to go over 22.5 points. Joe, I think the Virginia Cavaliers are favored by too little tonight.